You're listening to The Nerd Table, part of the CKCC Radio family of podcasts. Find us wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of The Nerd Table and a special happy birthday edition to our friend Eric. Happy birthday, Eric. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We're going to have an incredible evening tonight. Uh, so it, will it be sophisticated? It will be yes, that it will. Be okay, it's going to be a word Eric cannot pronounce. Okay, well, to join Eric for his birthday celebration, it is I, Chris, as well as Dan Peck. Hello, Dan. She's got Greta Garbo standoff size. She's got Betty Davis size. And Eric's got a puppy. I do. That's how we're going to start off named, the show. Named Yasha after the critical role character that Ashley Johnson plays. I was actually very, very impressed that you picked that out, uh, Dan, in our comments earlier. I, 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 I've been watching Critical Role for a minute! <laughs> I, like, you didn't even hesitate, man. I was just like, Yasha. And you're like, like, like Ashley Johnson's character? Like, yeah, exactly. So how did you come to the decision to get yourself a puppy? Uh, easy. I uh, didn't want one. Rebecca wanted one, so we got one. <laughs> 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 that, is, uh, that is how most things happen. So you made a compromise and you got one. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, which is fine, because it's like... She's just like, you can pick it out. I'm like, you damn right I can pick it out. It's my birthday. So that, that's a actually a fair compromise. <laughs> yeah, it's a fair compromise. And now, uh, it's it's literally, like I said, it's two months, two weeks old. It has more energy than I know what to do with. It's literally like, I, I don't even... I have no comprehension. I'm trying to see of like a, a way that both of you would understand. It's like if Master Roshi was tired and still had to deal with Goku's bullshit, trying to fight everybody all the time <laughs> in the house, like that level of energy. Like, oh my God, where, where's this dude, coming from? Dude, don't even Master Roshi's dead. <laughs> we're jumping ahead. Is that what we're gonna do? <laughs> and it's it's nuts man um well yeah things are going well uh, outside that like this morning things were going great until about i don't know one o'clock and then at one o'clock it's just like we would go on a walk the dog would use the bathroom come back home and immediately use the bathroom again and I'm like <laughs> no and then we'd have to like go back out and it wouldn't do anything and i'm just like of course you won't do anything because you already did it in the house so I would wait an hour, legit one hour. I would go to get the dog to walk it again, and it would then it would piss in the house. And I'm like, oh no, what the fuck? What am, what is happening in the same spot? So hopefully it stops going to the bathroom in the same spot. The good news is, you can train that behavior out of the dog. The bad news right. is, that's going to take time and patience. Oh, man, I got plenty of one, but not the other. 
<laughs> it, it, I can it, no matter which Wait, one so I was which right. One? Which one? <laughs> no, no. I think I think the answer is when he has one, he doesn't have the other. Correct. I, I like. There are there are things that I have patience for that is beyond me because some people are just like I don't understand how you could tolerate that, especially like at Disney. And then there's other times where you're just like, dude, you need to chill. It's not that big a deal. Right. I've gotten to the point in my life now where I've tr- I'm trying to like not let not let something that's not a big deal to me affect my judgment of it being a big deal to somebody else. It's actually been like a pretty big growth thing for me because I mean obviously like some things are big deals to some people and some things aren't. And I'm going to I'm going to pull an old card out of a hat here and make a big bang theory reference. Because that's my, one of my wheelhouses. It's actually almost as much of a Simpsons wheelhouse at this point in my life. But there was an episode of Big Bang Theory where Leonard was on a research trip out in the North Sea. So it was just Sheldon and Penny hanging out together. And Penny's getting Sheldon to open up to her. Just, you know, open up, you know, tell me something. Tell me something about you I don't know. A, a deep kind of a secret. You know, and she confesses a secret and everything. And then he's like, okay, here's a secret. A while back, YouTube changed their rating system from stars to thumbs up. I tell people I'm okay with it, but in reality, I'm not. And Penny just kind of rolls her eyes at him. And she, she's like, you know what? We gave it a try. I'm going to bed. He goes, well, you know what? You just hurt my feelings. I shared something deeply important to me. And you treated it like it was nothing. And she's like, but it doesn't seem like a big deal. And he goes, it's a big deal to me. That's the point. And I was like, that is one of the truest things I've ever heard in my life. It's a big deal to him. And of course, she apologizes and they hug and it's a feel-good moment. But that's the thing, right? Like, I've, yeah. like th- I'll, I'll, I'll relate this to a personal story. Uh, back at when I was working at the Lancaster Host, we would often make runs to Taco Bell because we would get paid every other Friday. And mm, at the time, management company did not want to do direct deposit. So you had to get a live check and go deposit it. So we'd get our checks and then I would it would be me and the two guys that worked for me on the, the setup team. And what I would do is I would drive over to Walmart and drop them off because at Walmart, you can cash your paychecks, right? They do paycheck cash outs. So they'd go and they'd wait in that line and it would be full of people all doing the same thing. I would drive up to my bank, deposit my check. By the time I got back, they were either at the front of the line or just about there usually because it's pretty close together. And then we would always go to Taco Bell. We would get our dinner and then we'd head back, we'd head back, finish our dinner break and get back to work because, you know, all in the same complex. Why wouldn't you do that? Right. So one time me and the one dude got our Taco Bell orders and the third guy actually got his order. We're still waiting for our two orders. He ordered after us, but got his first. And he's like, guys, I'm starving. Is it cool if I just like wait out, wait outside for you? We're like, yeah, no big deal. So he's sitting out there. We're just chatting, bullshitting. He comes back in. He finished his whole meal. We're still waiting. And he's the one who started getting who started getting upset. He's like, what's taking them so long? 
bro, why is it taking them so long to make your food? And me and the guy who haven't eaten yet are just like, dude, chill. <laughs> like, this is not a big deal to us. But it was a big deal to him for some reason. <laughs> and then when we finally got our food and we're driving back, he's just like, I don't know how you guys were so calm. I would have been flipping out in there. I'm like, yup. And that's why there's no extra sauce on my food. <laughs> like, but that's, but that's the thing, right? Well, uh, you know, I can relate on both sides of that story. Because I've been hangry enough where I would flip out, but I also know that I could never flip out in the in front of the people who make my food. Oh yeah, you're not doing that. No, 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 no. You you can't. No, 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 no. We're not doing that. <laughs> it's just you, like, you flip out when you're back home with the people you love the most. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> The only time that I would ever even start to complain is if, uh, like, I order a steak or something and they bring out fish. Like, clearly that's not what I ordered. That That's the only time that but I would that's... send it back and be like, I want some. Like, I didn't order this. I'm sorry. But that's exactly but that's how reasonable. That. Like, and also, it's all about the approach. It's how did you approach the situation? Did you calmly explain that to the waiter? And we're understanding and patient about it, or did you start freaking out at the waiter? Because that's going to make all the difference, too. True. I mean, it depends. Was it a live fish? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I might have a little more complaint about that. Like, okay, well, that's that's another thing that raises a good point. When is it? When is it a reasonable complaint at a restaurant that's like? So I'll I'll relate a quick story here. I won't say any details on it because I don't know if they necessarily want me to. But we were out with friends. The bartender was just obnoxious to us but was nice to the other people. And we just had no idea what it was, what it was about this bartender and why they were targeting our friend and was cool with everybody else. And we were kind of like we need to complain about this because this is ridiculous. And like, and we're like, and I'm not going to pay for my drink because I'm not going to give them any money. And the guy who was in charge, like had no idea why this was happening either. Like, you know, like if you could go up and complain and be like, listen, that person's being real. And they're just like, Oh, listen, I'm sorry. You know, I, I know why that is They're They're having a rough go or whatever, but it doesn't excuse blah, blah, blah. You know, I can be somewhat understanding of that. But when they're just like, yeah, I don't know why that is, like, but don't worry about it, you know, we'll take we'll take care of it and blah, blah, blah. Then I'm no longer mad about the situation because I didn't have to pay for something served to me in a rude manner. And I may I I was heard. How many times has somebody complained to you at Disney and you just made sure that they felt like they were heard so they'd go away happy, but you didn't actually do anything about it, Eric? Like 99%. Exactly. But you diffused the situation and they felt like they got their point across. So it was a win situation. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of the complaints that I got, though, were valid things that, like, they were just upset. But my, like, the people I work with did nothing wrong. You know what I mean? Right. It's like... Yeah, that's what they're supposed to do. But I, I can't say that because they're already pissed off. 
So I'll be like, oh, I'm sorry you feel that way. I never said that we were wrong. I'll never do that. No, but, but you're... I, will, I will be like, I understand where you're coming from. I'm sorry you feel that way, blah, blah, blah. Never admit you're wrong. Exactly. Exactly. I, I don't think I would complain too much as far as like in a restaurant setting. As long as like I, you got it close, you know, like if I ordered something without pickle and I got pickled, not that big a deal. But if you got my order completely fucking wrong, that would to me it would be. But I, I could never complain about the host as long as they were friendly, because I know it's not the host's fault. Mm-hmm. Like they know they don't make the food, so I could never take it out on the house. That's a good point too. That is a really good point, and I think that's a that's an essential point. Is that where you know? Because that's going to be another thing too. Like, where do you draw the line? And where I draw the line is, well, whose fault is it that I'm having a bad experience at this restaurant? Is it the cook? for screwing up my order and blatantly giving blatantly doing something wrong that I you know like they didn't cook my steak all the way and it sucks like that's on the cook but if it takes the waiter actually it it could be on the waiter for writing it down fuckfuckerly <laughs> I mean okay yes true but you can tell if it's the waiter because you can tell the waiter's got an attitude or is just, you know, they're they're I, clearly I, paying I, better attention to another table than you, which happened when I worked up at the college. It didn't happen to me, but the college I worked at, there was an Applebee's right there and, and everybody ate there. All the students ate there. The, uh, the staff ate there all the time, you know, and, and we and here's where I have to take Dan's side, though. Like, yes, it could be not the the host's fault as far as they could be super nice, but if they're writing stuff down and it looks like Mandarin and you know they don't fucking know Mandarin, <laughs> <laughs> the cook's not gonna fucking know. And you ain't in a Chinese place, right? <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Point taken. Point taken. Understood. Understood. But yes, but. But yeah, there, there's gonna, there's, I, I feel like there's always gonna be an extenuating circumstance, and sometimes the circumstance is that your waiter's just a dick. They're having a bad day and they're taking it out on you, and they shouldn't be, but they are, and you actually have every reason to complain. I always say though, before you complain in any establishment, and I think this just comes from dealing with the public for so many years is before I actually complain about anything at all, I want to make sure that I am perfectly justified in doing so, and there's not going to be a loophole that's going to come out of this. Did I read everything properly? Have I read between the lines? Did I handle it in a nice way? Was I polite? Is there any way they can turn this back at me? If the answer is no, I'm a-going for it. I... When you get the wrong food and you realize, oh, wait, no, I ordered the wrong thing. I wanted this and I said that and I got that. Yeah. And that's on you. (laughs) I have a story about that as well. Well, (laughs) it's been so long. And this is, it's the fucking worst, man. 
So I found out one of the worst things that could happen to me at a McDonald's of all places uh, because of their menu stuff. So it's been a really long time since I've been awake to go get McDonald's breakfast, right? A really long time. Like, I know that... Yeah, what's up with them going back on the all-day breakfast thing? What's up with that? Yeah, well, I, I'm assuming that's fucking, like, pandemic stuff. But I, one day, I just... I was up. Uh, it was early. And I decided, you know what? I'm going to get McDonald's breakfast. I'm going to get, like, myself a bacon, egg, and cheese bagel. That doesn't sound too hard, right? It's bacon, egg, and cheese on a bagel. They don't fucking have bagels no more, man. Did you know that? I didn't even know they ever had bagels there. Yeah, they used to have bagels, and I was so upset because they used to have like a, a bacon, egg, and cheese bagel and a steak, egg, and cheese bagel. They they had steak at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I love that thing. Yeah, yeah, it was great and had that steak sauce. And anyway, uh, I'm, I'm getting hungry again. But like, <laughs> I, I decided, you know, I I would go and try to get breakfast. So I asked for a bagel. And then they were like, uh, we don't have bagels. I'm like, oh, you're out? Like, no, we've never had bagels. I'm like, no, man, you, you used to have bagels. Are you just out? And You could just say you're out. Like, no, we don't, we don't have bagels on the menu anymore. I'm like, oh, okay. And I felt really fucking sad about it. So I wanted to get a dessert now. So I was just like, well, let me get a bacon, egg, and cheese McGriddle since I, I have to go full fat mode now. Because they don't have bagels. So I got a bacon, egg, and cheese McGriddle, and I asked for an oatmeal raisin cookie. And they're like, oh, we don't have oatmeal raisin cookies anymore. And I'm like, you've got to be fucking shitting me. I almost canceled my order right then and there. And just fucking left. <laughs> if you've never had a McDonald's oatmeal raisin cookie, let me tell you, it is the best oatmeal raisin cookie you'll ever have. But you can never have it now because it's gone. It's gone. So it's the only one to have ever? It. Those were my favorite things on the McDonald's menu. And I just fucking took them away. You know what? I want to throw this out here right now. Oatmeal raisin cookies are delicious. They are. Why not have oatmeal raisin cookie better? What? Take the raisins out, put chocolate chips in. He did it. He said it. He has to just you take the son of a bitch. Chocolate chip. Ruin the oatmeal raisin cookie. I mean, chocolate chip oatmeal cookie sounds good, but ruined or made better. I can have oatmeal cookies, right? Without the raisin, I can have oatmeal raisin cookies. Mm-hmm. Um, I can have chocolate chip cookies. I don't think I can have oatmeal chocolate chip cookies. Well, I ain't gonna knock it till I try it. But I just, I don't know. There, there's something about chocolate that's not sweet to me. I'm, I'm not a fan of chocolate, but I can appreciate it, but not with other sweets. <laughs> Even in trail mix and stuff like that, I normally just move the This motherfucker thinks plain oatmeal is sweet. Well, no, because they normally put that cinnamon stuff in there. Oatmeal cinnamon cookies. Can we get some of those? Yes. Uh, oatmeal cinnamon cookies. Oh my god. We keep talking about this. We're going to talk about pumpkin spice, and then it's going to be over. <laughs> well, we've we've hit that season. Yeah, we have. It's September. It's fall. 
Like, bitch, it's still 90 out. It's fall! Not till the like, end of the month. <laughs> yeah, you want to wear that <laughs> that outfit? You want to just sweat right out of that thing? It's like That's like June 1st. It's summer! Nope, it's still spring. <laughs> December 1st. It's winter! Not till the 21st. I, I know it's already been snowing for a month straight, but it's still not technically winter. It's weird, though. I feel like as a kid, winter happened... Like in November, did it just move? I feel like well, just I, when I grew up, the first day it snowed nine times out of ten was on Halloween. Right? Like it, it would be I, starting to wrap up your night out, and it would start snowing. You know what I love about the friggin' Northeast, and also hate about the Northeast? I've had two Halloweens get canceled. Well, not canceled, but. They they said no trick or treating tonight. We'll do it the next night. Once for a blizzard and once for tornadoes. Because the Northeast does what it fucking wants when it comes to weather. <laughs> and then meanwhile, when I was in middle school, it once snowed on Mother's Day. So that's half a year. <laughs> yep. Oh shit. There's that well that's just it, right? Like upstate New York. Further north than where I am, you get the really early winters, and then further south than me, you start getting the winters without snow, where if snow happens, you're actually lucky. And then there's me, where, oh, it gone snow, we just ain't telling you when. <laughs> it might snow October 29th, and the first snowfall might be January 27th, which has happened in Pennsylvania, <laughs> so... I just think it's weird. Like, when did it shift? I really do feel like it started, like, all of November all the way until, like, end of February, March. And now it starts January, and it doesn't it, – well, I guess it just doesn't end. <laughs> and, then, and then the next thing you know, you're – Well, you are it. living somewhere different. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that that's just it, though. Like, I, I've recalled snow on my birthday – mid-November, and then, yeah, there was the year where the first snowfall happened mid-January. And that was the first time it actually snowed that whole year. Of course, it's just like, oh, it's like mid-January, like, oh, it's about time it finally snowed, and then that was the year we had the six-feet blizzard where I was snowed in at the hotel for the weekend. It was just a friggin' blizzard. When was that blizzard in 93? Let me look it up. The one I'm talking about, you know how I remember it, Dan? Because when I finally dug myself out and got out of the blizzard and made it home, I got to watch AJ Styles in the Royal Rumble that night. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yup. Well, we had a blizzard in 93. It was in March. What the fuck? Sounds about... Yeah, that could be right. That could be right, sir. It was part of a superstorm. Superstorm. Speaking of superstorms. Category 5 Extreme. Speaking of superstorms, do y'all see the flooding in Philly? No. I yeah. see the flooding in New York. Yeah, it's... I've seen a rat, like, doing some boss swimming. <laughs> in a clip. Pretty bad? Uh, it's bad. It's bad. Yeah, there's a. There's I saw a... there's like a video of a guy at a uh, Planet Fitness, where it's like 
chest high water in the planet fitness. Good God. There's a there's an underpass in Philly, and there's a screenshot of what it looks like normally, and then the water like practically up to the street signs, like on the t- where the tunnel would be. It's like those places full. are not not built for that kind of prolonged and heavy rain. Whereas we had that rain the day before and we were fucking fine because we know what it's about. And then there's the, uh, yeah, well, not Miami. I saw it rain in Miami and watched the roads literally just flood in front of me. Well, yeah, but it's hard to keep the water out when you're already below sea level. (laughs) True. Don't believe me. Ask New Orleans. I know. What? Too soon? No, because it just happened again. Surprise! So. People live there. Like, for crying out yeah, loud, you're coastal and you're below <laughs> sea level. You're just, anything happens, you're done. That's true. If anybody should have houseboats, it's for those people. I mean, you have a history of it. You have a, a famously long-abandoned theme park in the middle of your city. Because... <laughs> It got hit by a hurricane, and it flooded, and it hasn't been open since. One day, though, Six Flags will buy it. Well, you and know what they do? The uh, Aquaman I think, attraction there. Yeah, I think movie movie studios own it, and they use uh, it for movies. Oh, is that where they filmed uh, that one scene in Zombieland? They filmed something recently there. I just remember hearing about it. But it's pretty well, easy to do a post-apocalyptic thing and something that has gone through multiple apocalypses. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. What was it? I need to find that site that I was going through now that we're talking about like post-apocalyptic stuff where it was just like <laughs> it, it goes um, a place in New Jersey or Fallout. And they literally showed you a picture and you, did, you had to guess. I am insulted by the accuracy of this article. <laughs> Which is funny because there's no Fallout games that take place in Jersey. <laughs> right. <laughs> we were talking about that the other day. Uh, I was it was bullshitting with my new coworker who moved here from California. Uh, well, she lived in Georgia too, but she she grew up in the San Francisco area, like right on the water too. And we're talking about like. We're talking about just urbanization areas and everything and beautiful places to live. And I'm, I started talking about growing up in New Jersey and I was showing her pictures. And I'm like, yeah, you, you got like people don't understand that all the negativity from Jersey is in like this like 10th of the state centered close to New York City where all the industrial stuff is just because it's so populated there. That's where the airport is and that's where all the major highways go through. So everybody sees it. I'm like, but in reality, Jersey is mostly mountains, farmland, wine country, dense forests, the Jersey Devil, somewhere out there. Like, that's what New Jersey actually is. But it's the same thing with any kind of stereotype, right? Like, I bet people associate New York as just what they've seen from New York City. Like, that must be the entire state. It's like, literally not. (laughs) No, New York State itself is completely different. Yeah, but you, you only care about Manhattan, and that's pretty accurate. That's the other thing, too. They talk about <laughs> New York City. They only talk about one borough. <laughs> oh, he must be talking about Manhattan. Meanwhile, well, I mean, nobody talks about Staten Island. 
but not the point. I mean, all the rest of them are shithole burrows anyway. Well, that's because if you go to those burrows, you probably get shot, so you can't film there anyway. There are nice parts of Brooklyn <laughs> and Queens. I have been to them. Uh, Bronx, I'm yeah. still, jury's still out on I, I haven't found a nice section of the Bronx yet. Yeah, hey, you know what? There's a really there. shitty section of Manhattan. It's called Harlem. You ever been there? Because I have. Yeah, I've been to Harlem. I, it was an accident, but I've been to Harlem. <laughs> <laughs> you ever have people look at you like, what the fuck are you doing, white boy? And you just got to be like, I don't know. <laughs> You're not even white. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Makes it even funnier. But I, I know who they're talking to. <laughs> <laughs> I might as well be fucking incandescent bulb, dude. Uh, uh. But like, <laughs> I think I broke Chris. Chris, are you there, buddy? I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, I'm... Okay, there you are. <laughs> <laughs> Just <laughs> uh. it, it's, fun. Uh, it's actually funny because I had a, a friend growing up in Harlem when uh, my brother lived in Manhattan. This is back before 9-11. And uh, we actually grew up together in Yonkers, and he had moved out there, and I only I could only see him whenever I went to go visit my brother. So nobody really messed with you. I, I feel like it's just because I was a kid, so nobody really messed with me then. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. who am I? I'm not going to – I don't have any money. Clearly, I don't have a car. Nobody's going to fuck with me. I was just, just a stupid kid. <clears throat> but – I did see a lot of dangerous shit, man. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Although Yonkers isn't Yonkers isn't terrible. No, no, not in Yonkers. I was talking about in Harlem. Oh, but once yeah. you get past there's like a I don't know what it is. It's like a barrier, right? Because once you get past that dangerous part of Harlem, it's fine. It's just like, oh, okay, it's just another borough. Well the I, the more just... lower sections of Harlem aren't bad. Where they right. still connect with Manhattan, and then the uppermost sections aren't bad either. And you just want to—it's kind of like it's kind of like where Compton is. If you look on the map of LA, Compton really is South Central. Like that's where it is. But if you're—you know what—I'm gonna—I'm—I'm I'm gonna do this proper, boys. I'm gonna pull up the map because we were—I was looking at the uh, the highway highway one that runs all the way down from San Fran oh. to LA. All right, everybody, this is another episode of Geography with Chris. <laughs> Learn something, people. Yeah, because Long Beach is to the south of Compton. The north side is actual, is like actual Los Angeles. Then out towards the airport, the Inglewood area, there's nothing bad there. And on the other side is where you end up hitting Anaheim. So, yeah, you're... If you stay out of the central area, the south central area, you're fine. That's my geography. You all should have watched Carmen Sandiego as a kid. You'd all have geography knowledge just like I do. That's how I learned all my geography, too. I learned all my geography from Carmen Sandiego. When I was able to identify every single nation in Africa at one point. And now I look at a map of Africa and there's all these new countries that didn't exist when I watched the show. And I'm like, well, I'm screwed. Because I've never heard of that one. I can't even pronounce a few of them, so. See, I feel like I figured something out when I was a kid. And when I, and ever since then, 
I just kind of worked on, um, you know what? I'm trying to make this a longer story than it actually is. <laughs> I discovered that if you ran a, uh, run a magnet through the coax cable on an analog signal, that you can adjust those colors until you get an actual signal. So if you were on a pay-per-view channel, you just kind of keep waving it until you get a solid signal and then just stop. And then you can watch whatever show you wanted. You didn't have to pay. I've heard of that, yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, when I figured that out, I was just like, well, what's causing that? And I found that there's a little um, magnetic clicker thing that you can add to cable boxes. So, I made counterfeit cable boxes for quite a while. And I sold them for like a lot of money because you can buy the generic ver- the generic version of those cable boxes from GE for like 50 bucks and then sell <laughs> one of those for like 250 and people would buy them they'd buy them for multiple rooms of the house uh yeah no doubt computer. about that so uh me and my dad he would buy the boxes I would make uh like you know make them work and then uh We'd, we'd have to set it up, right? Like, But once we had it set up, and as long as they didn't lose power, and if once if they did lose power, I'd just go back and reset it up, and then it would be good to go. We did that for a while. So I didn't watch Carmen Sandiego is the point of the story. Man, <laughs> we, we got so into Carmen Sandiego, we taped the news and watched that live. The moral of the story is that you didn't watch Carmen Sandiego, <laughs> yeah. but, but you were apparently a criminal or attempting to be one at one point. You know, I didn't see, like, here's the thing about, like, the criminal tag, right? Could you be considered a criminal if there is no victim? Who's the victim there? Who's personal, uh, like personally getting hurt? Because you still have to pay for cable. To get a cable signal. True. And they're sending the feed. They're sending all of the feed to your house. Regardless of how many channels you pay for. You're not a lawyer, are you? No, I'm I'm just saying. I know that there's like (laughs) a moral gray area. But me, like a a crime, there, there should not be a crime unless there is a victim. Or someone getting hurt of some sort. If there's no victim, there's no crime. <laughs> okay. That's just my stance on it. I look forward to your uh, civil defense suit. I mean, do you... How long that? ago was this? <laughs> oh, man, I was like 10. Like, let's, let's be real. If they The, the statute of limitations has ended. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. No, you're right. I'm not. I've gone, I've gone all through town. I haven't found the statute of limitations. I, I I think there's like a normal statute of limitations of like ten years, because then after that it's hard to get the evidence to prove you innocent and, or guilty. It's just like where are you gonna get that information from? You'd have to like figure out where I, I lived, the people that I sold these things to, where I got the materials. It's just a fucking pain in the ass. And you're speaking about about a, a time where the internet wasn't big, so I literally had to go to like. Uh, a, a radio shack basically <laughs> so good luck finding a, a radio shack that's still open 
This is a very enlightening conversation. I could go through a list of things that I've done that have been uh, questionable in the court of law that just doesn't it doesn't matter. It shouldn't be a crime. If the crime is a fine, then it's only a crime for poor people. That is a true statement. I 100% agree with that. That's that no, you that's that's absolutely right. I I totally agree with that. When did this become a true crime podcast? When did we get into that oh, genre? I, I have no idea. I've been watching some true crime stuff actually lately. <laughs> have you now? Yeah, there's a there's a show on Hulu. It's a Hulu original. What's it called? Only Murders in a Building or something like that. Oh yeah, that's the uh, Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez show. Yes, it's on, it's on my list. I'm gonna watch it soon. It's actually pretty good. It's really good. Uh, that sounds good. Sounds like something I'd be into. Yeah, it's the issue is like they're in the three of them are into true crime. Is what with the synopsis I read. Three of them are into true crime, and then all of a sudden, somebody gets murdered in their apartment building. So they're like oh. figuring it out and making a podcast about it. Yeah, they they had me. You know what? I'm I'm not gonna lie. Uh, Steve Martin and Martin Short. I was just I was already yeah. in. They and had me on like, serious with Steve Martin and Martin Short. Yes. Yeah, and then Selena Selena Gomez. I was just like, what? Why? And then that actually made me more interested. <laughs> I was like, I'm not like a big Selena Gomez fan or anything, but I needed to know why her. Of all the people that they could have picked to be the third person. <laughs> why you is the question alright I can I can I can get with that this has been true crime at the nerd table <laughs> <laughs> please do not consider us for any legal advice or representation for that you call Stephen P. New <laughs> call Stephen P. New the man to sue 888-692-8084. I have that memorized now because I listen to Cornette's podcast. Call Stephen Pinot. Dude, so I was just watching um I was just watching an episode of Modern Family where they uh they do a ride along with the police officer and it turns out that uh Mitchell's got a job offer to be a prosecutor and Cam's trying to talk him into it and he's actually locks him in an interrogation room and interrogates him until they finally start discussing it and they're having this wonderful discussion and then at the end Mitchell's like you know it's going to pay a lot less than what I'm doing now and the Cam's like you know we don't have to make a decision about this now and it just cuts to commercial <laughs> it's like well there it is <laughs> you know it's not going to pay as much yeah well we tried <laughs> So, uh, love it. But ain't, ain't that the truth, though, right? Yeah. But also at the same time, I took a pay cut to come to the job where I am now from the warehouse that I was working at. And I just didn't like that job. And, yeah, I was making the best money I've ever made working there, but I didn't like it. I hated it. And that was why you were making more money. Pretty much, yeah. To hopefully make up for the fact that it's a soul-crushing, awful job. 
I mean, it wasn't a soul-crushing awful job. It just wasn't for me. I didn't like it. And then, so I take this job, and I'm liking this job, and people are like, then I tell them what I make. They're like, that's less than you were making to work in the freezer. I'm like, yup. And I get to sit in comfortable air conditioning instead of negative 20 degree freezer. (laughs) And I don't have to, and you know what happens when we have a break in the action? I'm allowed to relax. I don't have to, that the warehouse, you have to at least look like you're busy. I'm like, can we find actual stuff to do? Well, there isn't any, but you have to look busy. So if you have time to lean, you have time to clean. We would literally just do laps, pushing a push broom and sweeping nothing for like hours on end because we were that, we had nothing left to do. And I'm like, and the people are like, well, you're making so much money to just do nothing. I'm like, it's worthless. At this point, send me home. If we're this dead and there's literally nothing to do, then stop letting me waste your company money and send my ass home. It t- I mean, it- I agree. <laughs> yeah. I'm a I'm the type of person I don't want to look busy. I want to actually be busy. And if I'm not, then I'm going to relax. If you if you're going to pay me either way, just let me fucking chill. Like, you have no idea how much better that is for morale for just the managers to be like, well, we got nothing right now. Just kind of relax and hang out and enjoy yeah. the time. That's get wh- to know one that is why whenever a ride went down, I wanted to be in a safety position. Because if you're in a safety position, you can't do anything. You literally have to relax because there's nothing else to do. They can't force you to go stand out front and turn people away and talk to people. Nope, you're stuck in that position. Whenever the mummy went down, which it did, a lot, well, in the three months I was there, that ride went down a lot. And I was... I feel like that ride (laughs) down more than it's up. Yeah, well, that could be said about a lot of rides there, but, you know, just saying. Like, but... The ride would go down. I'd be like, oh, please, we're, we're cycling empty. We're cycling empty. And then they'd be like, dump the queue and e-stop. And I was like, yes, because you're, I'm, in, I'm either in load, unload, or I'm at the, the dispatch console. So you're not going anywhere. And that's when we would have the most fun. That was when my buddy Ryan, Ryan, I don't know if you're listening to this or not, but if you are, shout out to you, man. I hope you're doing well, because it's been a while since we've, We've had a we've had a good conversation. We we're still kind of on and off talk to each other a little bit on Facebook, but not like we used to. But that was when he first started his petition to get us to promote Cool and the Gang performing at the concert that night. And <laughs> we go down, and it's just the six safety people up on the platform, right? Because the non-safety people all got sent out front. And the other people, the, the leads and everybody else, because there was nobody to evac because we cycled clean... They all were dealing with whatever they needed to deal with. You know, the techs were out there walking out with the text, lockout, tag out and everything. And the six of us were just on the platform. And Ryan's just like, hey, guys, cool in the gang. <laughs> just like, okay. And he just starts this whole thing. It was the only thing he could po- talk about. And he turned every conversation back to cool in the gang. And one of the things you could do at Mummy it, with theming was you were allowed to be creepy and somewhat mean if you were on the inside because it was part of the theming like you couldn't be downright rude or anything you know what i mean eric haunted mansion tower terror tile stuff 
Like, yeah, yeah, I, I understand. You could be a little creepy. You could kind of scowl a little bit. It was part of the theming. The people enjoyed it. Talk about their souls and everything. And my favorite thing was Ryan was really good at that. Like, just being, just being creepy but in a funny way. That people would be into it and really appreciate it. But not this time. Nope. Hey, guys, give us your souls. And then come see Cool and the gang. That's all he would talk about. Oh, my God. I will never forget that. That was the greatest day I ever worked there because it was the cool in the gang day. That's why. I wonder how things would have worked had we worked together at Universal instead of Disney. Okay, so you know how you know how Universal rides have a tendency to break more than Disney rides. Uh, yes, yes. Okay, we would have shut down an entire attraction if you and I worked there together. <laughs> If we worked at shut down an entire section, dude. If you and I worked at Disaster together, that ride would have died long before it actually did. The biggest mistake anybody ever made there, and I'm not going to say who told me this because I don't want to actually get them in trouble, but somebody taught me how to play with the special effects in between shows. But you had to be careful about which effects you played with. You could only play with the good, the light stuff, like the poster that fell in the subway tunnel or the trash can that would fall over. Like, you, you weren't going to play with the big effects, right? But if you were a little too overzealous with that, the panel might seize up. So just imagine if you got a hold of that, Eric. I would find out just <laughs> how far you could go. Point. How far I could go before it would break. And I would always bring it to that point. For the next time someone pissed me off, all I had to do was activate one more effect. Yep. You know what? No ride for you. Boom. Done. Bring it down. The best part was some days actually walking out on the platform and standing in the in the scene when everything was going down, but you're completely no-selling it. It's supposed to be this earthquake. You know, the tr the truck's falling in, there's fire effects, the subway's crashing, and then there's just some guy in a yellow shirt just standing there looking down on the people, making sure they're all sitting. Because you could actually stand up on that platform that had, like, the little balcony and everything. You could stand up there. Because you had to stand out there when you were doing the test for everything in the morning because you had to you had to make sure all the effects were actually working the way they were supposed to work. Sometimes I would just do it with people out there and say, "Ah, screw it, I'm going to stand out here because I can." You just stand out there, I can just picture you eating Cheetos and shit, just looking at them. <laughs> so, uh, it would be Doritos, oh, no, no, but I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, well, I was actually going to say it was going to be Reese's, but yes, I guess Doritos would work. Do you know? Okay, knowing you would be Reese's. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Okay, I I mentioned this. I mentioned this once, but did I mention this on the show? Did I mention? I don't. I don't remember what I've said on Facebook and what I've said elsewhere. Okay. Reese's is actually not my number one favorite candy. Do you actually know what it is? Reese's is the one I'm obsessed with because it's the one I can eat all the time and not get sick of it. But I actually have a candy I like more than Reese's, but I eat it in smaller doses because it's easier to get sick of that candy. But do you know what it is? This is going to be a question. Do either of you know what it is? Ooh. You mm. like it better, but it's one that you can only have so much. Yes. I purposely I eat it in smaller doses. 
Take a guess, is Eric. It, is take... it a chocolate or is it a fruit? Ah, well, isn't that the question? Isn't that the question? Eric, I want to know what your guess was. You were about to guess. Uh, well, I was going to just say Dole Whip, but... Um... It's not a candy! Ner- <laughs> I know. Nerds. Uh, that's actually a good guess. I don't think I've had nerds since probably the last time I did a not-so-scary or something that would let you go trick-or-treating. It's like the only time I would ever get it, nerds. Like... Because you make it sound like it's a very obscure. No, 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 no. It's not obscure. But you're gonna, you're gonna under when you find, figure out what it is, you're gonna understand why it needs to be smaller doses. Oh, probably like Starburst or then. No, Starburst no, I don't know if I could actually get sick of Starburst. That's Starburst are pretty good. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's let's well let's uh, let's take away the. Did fruit. It used to be a major sponsor of WWE television. Um, did it? It's not Snickers. I guess not because you would remember it. It's not Snickers. No, I, I don't. So I, it's not Skittles either. Then no, I just had a bag of Skittles. Fruity, fruity, fruity! By God, they're fruity Skittles. Yeah, I don't know why Jim Ross decided to like overhype Skittles today. He's just like I am sure he was told to, and then Vince was yelling at him in his ear while he was doing it. Yeah, Vince yells a lot of things. By God, they're fruity. Is it what? M and M's. Oh God! I no M and M's. I could eat nonstop. M and M's scarf down. All right, it's a chocolate candy. We'll we'll establish that it's it a, chocolate a chocolate candy. candy. Yeah, candy. Ooh, Kit Kat. candy. No, that's Shannon's obsession. But I love Kit Kats. But I mean, I'm a Butterfinger guy myself. Ah, there it is. is. It, it is Butterfinger. Oh, I should have guessed. This. I have yeah. to eat it, in, but I have to eat it in smaller doses because that. Compact sugar, and the fact that that murders your teeth. Yeah, it gets really stuck everywhere. Yeah, but I love Butterfingers the best. That's cool because, like, my whole family were like, "You like Kit Kats?" And I'm like, "Well, I mean, sure, but like, I prefer Reese's and Butterfingers." Yeah, absolutely. But apparently, I, mean, I was oh a Kit Kat kid when I was younger. You know, before Butterfingers existed. <laughs> You're absolutely right, though, about fucking Butterfingers. Like, you can only have so much of it because at at some point you're just gonna feel like you don't have teeth because it gets stuck. <laughs> you just you just like and I'm then just the inside of your mouth just smooth because of it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's let's rank some candies, guys. This is gonna be we're gonna we're gonna do some candy here. So I pulled up a ranker list of the best candy ever made. We're gonna go down the list from the top. And see which of these candies are the best. Number one on the list is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I like it. I think there's only two. Up in the top, there's the only top two five. types of people in this world. People who like Reese's Peanut Butter Cups and people who are allergic to peanut butter. <laughs> is that? Imagine. You know what the thing is? Is like when I was, I'm sure each of us, when I was growing up. There was one kid in the entire school of 5,000, 6,000 kids that was allergic to peanut butter. Now every classroom of 30 kids has 10 kids. Yeah. Isn't it like a dominant trait or something? Who is... Do you know... know, Okay. Who's fucking the kid that can't eat peanuts? Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, isn't that a good way to eliminate allergies is to just destroy the bloodline? Jesus, if you're allergic to peanuts, do not reproduce. <laughs> so like, I'm not even like I'm not even talking about like rolling up with like a jar of peanut butter and a spoon. I'm like, 
You just can't. You can't enjoy a Reese's. A Reese's cup will put you in the hospital for a week. And now that's so sad. I think it's worth it. I think it's worth it. But uh, they also make a shot now where apparently they're trying to correct it or, or whatever. You can actually fix that uh, allergy. Yeah, I've heard that too. I want I want the one for the seafood stuff so I can get rid of the uh, the allergy to seafood that I developed later in life that apparently can happen. So, what? Go, yep. Dear God, if that happens I, to me, my sister had it when she was younger, and now she's fine. Yeah. No, I I, I still have it right now, but uh, I I mean I do everything in my power to avoid coming into contact with shellfish, and I don't I don't see no. That sounds fucked up, though, because, like, it's one thing if you've always had it, but to, to the fact that, that you've had seafood before, mm-hmm. and I'm assuming you... Have you got to it. learn what ones you like? I used to eat shrimp, and now I am very allergic to it. Not oh. not allergic, it will kill me, and I need an EpiPen, but allergic, like, half my face is swollen, and it hurts, and it itches, and I'm miserable and unhappy. Oh, that's just... That's just shrimp. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, back to candy. Uh, Kit Kats. Yep. Top time. Top go. That's a go. I yep. cannot agree. Oh. I, I can't. There's something about the like the wafer that they like. I don't know. I don't like. You don't like wafers. wait? Do you, do you dislike the wafers? Like those wafer cookies and everything? Yeah. The wafer thins. Those are the vanilla ones. Those are delicious. Uh, you are you are you really are a Morty. You are not Rick. Rick loves wafer cookies. I can't do it. I can't. <laughs> Did you see this the C one thirty six thing? Of course Morty, I saw it. I was tagged in it. Of course I saw I, it. I... Can't nope. Can't make me I'll eat it, I'll be fine, but it is not my preferred texture at all. Fair enough. Twix, pretty good. Yeah, I love. My my issue is caramel slash caramel, whatever you want to say, or however it's spelled differently, is a touchy flavor and experience for me. So it's got to be tempered correctly. Okay. Yeah, I like. I love Twix though, because it's got the. I'm not. I'm not a fan either. See, this is the this is the problem though is that I'm we're only on the third candy. <laughs> I know, I know. You know, like the cookie crunch, whatever. It's gonna be a rough uh, list. No, that that's fine. I like. I think what carries it for me is the actual caramel, but like, I'm not a fan of chocolate. So at this point, now I'm just judging the things that are on the inside. And to me, that's like, gonna be funny when we get to the fruity list when I'm not a fan of fruity ones. Well, the next candy I'm, we're I'm, gonna talk about are Skittles. Skittles. Throw Skittles in a fire. <laughs> uh, no, don't do that. Give your Skittles to me, Dan. I'll eat your Skittles. Right. So like, they're chewy afterwards? Like, it would be one thing if it was like a M&M and you just bit into it and it happened. But then it's like I'm chewing gum. Nah, <laughs> I, like, I like them. I like Skittles. I don't like the flavor and I don't like the Oh, you know what's bullshit? Those zombie Skittles that they did for Halloween. Anybody ever try those? Oh, the ones that purposely no. have like death inside. Them? There's like yeah. an act. There's there's the one Skittle in the bag that's like horrible, and if you bite it, it just tastes awful. And it's like, oh, that, oh that's the that? zombie one. 
<laughs> Bad marketing right there. Sour Patch Kids. Love Sour Patch Kids. Also, well, I'm not a huge fan of Skittles, but yes, love Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> okay, so sour. you're good with the Sour Patch Kids. Those love are good. I, I, had a, I had a period of time where I liked them a lot, but then uh, the whole, uh, the like whatever citric acid that's the sourness on it, it ended up becoming, I was burping it up. And it was like, oh, I'm refluxing. Good God. I love candy. Oh, I, I reflux. And that's yeah. not good. I just checked forward on the list. I, you know what? I'm just going to let you guys know when we get to a candy I don't like because it's going to be a while. <laughs> All right. So, uh, M&M's. Um, just OG. M&M's? Any M&M's. Let's talk about any M&M's. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, can, I can do that. I like the, the peanut m M&M. and I, like I like peanut, peanut butter. butter m M&M. Yes. And yeah, the Krispies. The crispy. Okay, so I have a story about the crispies because uh, my aunt was like the entertainer kind of person in the family, and she would always have a bowl of stuff out whenever you visited her or whatever. And she had these weird, misshapen M and M's. And my dad, but ate one. He's like, "These have gone bad. Do not eat them." <laughs> and like, oh no, no, this is a new crispy one. There's like a, a mini, like a single rice crispy. Uh, one single piece of rice, rice crispy, inside each one. How how does he an M M&M and go bad? <laughs> it's like these are past date. Listen, if you didn't know, and you had that, and you and you hadn't even, there them. hadn't even been any commercials that yet. <laughs> I I would have guessed the same thing. I would have been like, well, I only got a few days to live now. <laughs> you should die because you ate an expired M&M <laughs> so what brings you to the emergency room today I ate an expired M&M just one <laughs> and that killed you alright well then maybe maybe nobody should reproduce with you either you and the peanut <laughs> oh, guy need to... you're dead. <laughs> you and the peanut guy must fuck off alright uh, starbursts Depends on the flavor. Pink. Pink's pretty usually pretty good. Red. Yeah. Um, Go- Starburst is one of those candies. Well, I will accept them if they are given to me, but I will not go out of my way to buy them. Okay. Gummy bears. Never been a gummy mm-hmm. guy. Uh, gummy bears, the like Haribo gummy bears. Number one, that that that's uh, on top. Then it would be Reese's for me, then Sour Patch Kids. Here's my question about gummy ones. Why is the scale so off? Like a bear is a half an inch, but a worm is like six inches. Listen, I'm not gonna get into the biology of the gummy. We're kingdom, talking about okay? like I don't know sandworms from freaking Beetlejuice. We're living in. All right, this. Uh, all right, so I'm to that. Dune. <laughs> I went Dune. You went Langoliers. You went Beetlejuice. All right. So <laughs> apparently, in the land of Gummy, there's some messed up stuff happening. I guess. Oh my goodness! Or are right. the bears that small? All right. Here's here's a goat for Eric. Snickers. Yeah, I like Snickers. I know you do. See, I'm not a straight up peanuts in a thing guy. I want my peanuts to be buttered. Peanuts have to be certain things for me. I 
I like salted peanuts. I like honey roasted peanuts. Uh, but I ain't gonna. I'm not the kind of guy who's just gonna crack open a peanut shell and go nuts on the peanuts. Nah. Right. Yeah. If I have to work to get to the peanut, then it, eh, it's whatever. But, but if you, it's presented in a nice chocolatey package with like put that shit in a candy bar, and I'm all for it. Yeah. Give me some peanuts. Hershey bar. <laughs> Straight up, uh, straight up chocolate. Uh, chocolate bar, yeah. I mean, I mean, for a straight up chocolate bar, that's gonna be the the winner. I think. I mean, that's what you use for your mixing, right? Like, if you're gonna make s'mores, that's what you want. Hell's yes. Hershey, Hershey chocolate, hot chocolate is friggin' incredible. I have a cat screaming at me. Hershey's yeah, kisses. <laughs> uh, I. Any kind of kisses or just the normal one? Oh, we're just doing Hershey Kiss right now. Okay. Apparently there are varieties on this list, but yeah. we're not going to do the whole list. We're just going to do candy that, like, is worth talking about. Because, like, the next thing is peanut M&M's. We already kind of talked about that. And then gummy worms, we talked about that. And peanut butter eggs. So we'll, we'll start skipping around here. All right. But, yeah, Hershey Kisses. Um, there are quite a few different flavors. Oh, there's dark, you have all your different chocolates, dark, white, milk, and they have okay. ones with almonds in them, and you know what I'm going to say, though? Not worth the work. It's too much to unwrap it. <laughs> yeah. I'm on. I'm with Dan on this. I'm For one Dan. little thing, yeah. But you know what's you know what's good? If you take the little Hershey Kisses and they make those little baggies of them, they're, where it's like, it's like a mini version of the Kiss... But they're all unwrapped, and they're all in a bag, and you can just snack on them. Those are pretty good. You know what's also really good to do? Make a cookie. With Hershey kiss Kisses. On top. Yes. Yes. On top. Yep. yes. Yes. My mom has those on her Christmas cookie just, list. It, it just like one giant chocolate chip. Giant chip. chocolate chip. That's and it melts sweet. down. It's so good. What you do is you buy a giant bag of like these kisses, and then you just hand them out during Halloween, and that's it. Yeah. You get so many tricks. I mean, we get the mixed bags. But... <laughs> yeah. Just grab a handful and just throw, throw it in the bag. They're like, here, have a handful yep. of kisses. You're good. You're done. Leave. Me. And a kiss. And a kiss. Where do y'all stand on Jolly Ranchers? Um, I don't, I'm not a big fan of hard candy. Okay. Uh, much like Starburst, depends on the flavor. Like the watermelon Jolly Rancher was always my go-to. Now. Now, if I have a sore throat, fucking Jolly Ranchers are the shit. <laughs> Next to Halt. <laughs> Jolly Ranchers are the shit. Halt's Jolly Ranchers. <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying, like, if I don't have a Halt's, it's going to be a yeah. Jolly Ranchers. Why don't they let, like, Jolly Ranchers come up with medicated versions? You know, there are. We'd have a bunch of having kids. A medical company try to make something taste good, have a company that makes something taste good medical. Well, like, if you get a Luden's cough drop, that stuff tastes like candy. And it's like, finally, somebody figured this out. And those are the only cough drops that I will actually utilize. Listen, I don't know if I want to go that route, because then I'd be all sorts of fucked up. Like, I, I need my... No, you don't snack on them like that. Jesus. Oh, I do. Do you remember the oh. cough drops that we had at, at, at Inno? Uh... Probably not, because I had them all. <laughs> All right, fair enough. I actually have a story about medication that tasted too good. I overdosed on Flintstones chewables when I was a young child. Is that possible? Didn't even know that was possible. <laughs> Look at that. See, 
Is that possible? <laughs> we have no fucking idea. I took My too many Barney's. My mother called Poison Control. Oh, oh, also, I was of that age where I knew how many of each character I took, but not the total number. <laughs> you knew how many Freds, how many Wilmas. Yeah. This, of course, is a story that your parents tell you that you don't remember because you were, like, three. And also near death, apparently. I have a story for when I uh, I apparently injured myself playing with one of my toys, and the reaction was my mother ran outside of the house holding me out in her arms, screeching at my father, just like holding the limp baby, complete outstretched arms, screaming. My dad's like, yep, that's the scene that I remember. I'm like, cool, that sounds like fantastic parenting. Like, I wouldn't do the exact same thing, so... You know, you know, uh, the first thing that popped into my mind was I, I would, if I was your dad, I would have been like, you have to use words. I don't know what you want. Use your words. Use your words. <laughs> but I'm an asshole, so. I also have a, I mean, it's not food slash candy related, but I have another. <clears throat> when I was very young, there was an open field and we were just playing around. I was running around. And I fell, and the middle of my top of my head found the one rock in that field. And I was busted wide open! Oh. And I felt uh, fine. I walk up to my mother, and I'm like, hey, Mom. And she's like, holy shit. <laughs> Have you ever gotten, like, like, actually injured where you didn't realize you were injured until you saw the blood? Um, I mean, there's plenty of little cuts happen, you know. Yeah, because I had the one where I fell. <sighs> Did I fall? I fell off my bike and mm. skidded out in the gravel, which was a common thing. Oh, I got up, gravel. got up and shook it off and everything. And we're, I'm walking up to my friends and they're just like, dude, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Why? And they're like, dude. And my entire arm had a chunk of skin missing from it. And I was like, oh. And then I realized how much it hurt, and I saw the blood, and I was, like, six years old, so I started to cry, because that's what you do. Like, your body's amazing at making sure that you don't know what the fuck's going on with your body. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, we better not tell the brain this info, because he's gonna freak the fuck out. <laughs> but your eyes are like, holy nope. shit, do you see this? Brain, brain, brain! <laughs> And your brain's like, I'm pretty sure I'm supposed to feel something. Fellas, are you giving me information? Or are you holding back information? Like, yep, here you go. Oh, it's supposed to hurt this much. Okay, well, let me relay that. And we're crying. Okay. (laughs) See, I feel like my parents had the, like, I know a comedian had said this, but it's absolutely true. And I I think it's like a Hispanic thing. It's like Robitussin and Vicks. Like, you just have those two things, and you can fix everything, except for, like, broken arms and shit. But I never really broke an arm or anything like that. I think the worst accident that I had was actually as an adult, that motorcycle accident. But as a kid, I got sick, Robitussin, Vicks. Uh, Am I coughing? Robitussin, Vicks. Sneeze, Robitussin, Vicks. Throwing up, Robitussin, Vicks. Put some Windex on it. (laughs) 
Yeah, well, there you have it. Robitussin and Vicks. Yeah. Anyway, the next candy on the list. <laughs> oh, is that what we were talking about? Uh... <laughs> Holy shit. Do we just tangent out sometimes? Yes. Airheads. Eh. Yeah. It's like it's like fake salt or taffy, right? Eh, not a fan. I love airheads. Love airheads. I mean, just fake, actually fake taffy and not salt or taffy. Milky good. Ways. They're all right. Okay. It's been a while. Not a, I, I not a go-to. Yeah. Want to hear a controversial statement? I let I will take a Milky Way over a Snickers. Doesn't. It's they're relatively similar to me and Three Musketeers. Well, I'll like, take both of those over Three Musketeers. I'll still eat a Three Musketeers, but it's not a go-to. Uh, how about a Nestle Crunch? I mean, I prefer it over a regular Hershey bar. I love Nestle Crunch. There's something bars. going on, right? Like, there's something going you ever on. make a s'more with a Nestle Crunch instead of a Hershey bar? Yes. No, but yes. now I kind of want <laughs> You need to. It's so good. Yes, but you have to realize that that is what you're doing when you actually start eating it. Yes. Because it is going to be a little different, but it's good. It's like uh, sand in Oh, I, I glossed over Lifesavers and Nerds. We kind of already talked about Nerds, but... Nerds are great. I love them. But it's one of those things where, like, I only remember them during Halloween. Yup. Like, See, I remember that, like, during the summer, like, as part of, like, it seemed like there was an ice cream truck, but there was also, like, a guy that had some basic cheap candy in a truck as well. Growing yeah. up. I, I feel like, yeah, a lot of the, the candies that you've mentioned, I only... So I remember yeah. friends having boxes of nerds like every day during the summer. Yeah, not I. No, for us, it, for me, it was like the fall, right after, like going into winter because of, like I said, Halloween. Lifesavers, on the other hand, now nah, I'm a, I can skip over lifesavers unless it's the gummy ones. I like the gummy ones. Gummy ones. Well, are I mean, amazing. the lifesavers are again uh, the flavor, and then of course all the mint ones are pretty good. They're actually, my favorite mints, I think. Yeah, lifesaver mints are good. All right, lightning round. Uh, lo- like it or love it? Reese's Pieces. Like it, like but it. but yeah. definitely prefer cup. Yeah, I'll still do yeah. pieces though. Hershey's cookies and cream. I don't think I have it. Uh, that, I had it. That's I think I only had it once me. or twice. It's pretty good though. We're we're finally getting to a couple of candies that I'm not that big on, but we'll we'll talk about them. Uh, Rolos. That's never a, had it. Like. Nah. Like with the kisses, too much work for yeah. too little. Yeah, it's a meh. Uh, pop rocks. Ooh, I do like pop rocks. I'm too old. These actually hurt now. Nah, don't care for pop rocks. Laffy Taffy. Meh. Yeah, it's too bland. Twizzlers. Never been a fan. I, like I remember being on trips and having... A bag of Twizzlers, and by the time I finish one, everyone else is finished the rest of the bag. <laughs> if like you off the, the peeler ones, the, the the ones that you get to peel and have little little strings, I love those. <laughs> Make little strings out like string cheese. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. If you offer me a Twizzler, I'll eat it, but I'm not going out of my way to buy them. 
Okay, and then uh, there's not that many other candies on here really worth talking about. They haven't said Baby Ruth yet. I haven't, I haven't no seen Baby, Baby Ruth. Ruth. Well, okay, so the list, because it's a ranker list, people can add shit to it. And, like, that's why there's, like, a bunch of varieties of stuff. Ferrero Ro- Roker, I don't even know what that is. So I Ferrero even... Rocher, oh, those are good. Sure, okay. But then there's just, like, chocolate, but it's a picture of an ice cream container. And then just caramel. Like, I'm skipping over that stuff. Because you're missing like over my favorite chocolate type candies. All right, I'm like almond I'm joys. Going down the list, damn it! I haven't <laughs> seen almond any joys of that yet. got nuts. Mounds don't I prefer mounds to almond joy. Almond joys has got a big almond in it, and it's not worth it. And because mounds don't have an almond in it, it gets to be dark chocolate. Yep, and it's I like it better. There's my controversial statement. Uh, Three Musketeers we talked about. Butterfinger we talked about. Toblerones. Toblerones. Oh, you know, I I absolutely know someone who loves that. It's my mom. My mom loves that fucking chocolate. Okay. You know what? I learned to like Toblerones when I was in Europe because they were readily available. <laughs> Is this a poopy or a Toblerone? Yes. Thank you, Stewie. Tootsie Pops. All right. Holy, do they still make those? Yeah. Yep. Hell yeah, they make, still make Tootsie Pops. Somebody in my neighborhood has started a campfire. Ooh. Oh, get... Gushers is not a candy. Get the fuck out of here. That's a fruit snack. Get off the list. York Peppermint Patties. All right. I do like York Peppermint Patties. Ah, they're okay. It gives me a sensation. Swedish Fish. I have to be in the mood for Swedish Fish, but when I'm in the mood for Swedish Fish, they are... Like the best things on the planet. Uh, Mike and Ike. Yeah, I don't like Mike and Ike. It just looks like pills. As a matter of fact, my aunt purposely filled up all the pill containers with Mike and Ikes. (laughs) There you go. It's just jelly beans that look like fucking medicine. Yeah. Yeah. Peach rings. Pass. Smarties. I like Smarties, but. I do like. I'm not in a chalky consistency when you're biting into things. Hershey's Crackle. You are not a Nestle Crunch. Pass. That's that's a poverty Nestle Crunch. Ooh, Cadbury Cream Eggs. Every now and again, I'll buy a Cadbury Cream Egg at the store. Yeah, they're all right, but I just would rather have the peanut butter. <laughs> like Butterfingers, you can only have the one. Uh, let's see. Dove Bars. Eh. I've skipped over a lot of stuff here. Hundred grand bars, which, actually, used, to just be, which used to be called the hundred thousand dollar bar, like all written out. Yeah, no, I, I like hundred grands. I'll eat those. Junior yeah. mints, the most apologetic. Or no, milk duds are more apologetic than junior mints. Pez, Pez are not worth the Pez dispenser toy. I'm sorry. Uh, the Pez on the Pez. That's one of the ones. It becomes chalk, right? Uh, just, like, I found them. Almond Joy, number 80 on the list. Wow. <laughs> Almond Joy's got nuts. Pixie Sticks. Ooh. All I, I, sugar right into your mouth. All right I remember was uh, when Bart Simpson introduced the Flanders kids to Pixie Sticks, and they're like, we're not allowed to have sugar. He goes, come on, guys, this isn't sugar. Just try it. And as soon as they try it, it's like, 
Give me that pixie stick. Go to hell, you little bastard. And they start fighting over it. And Bart's just like, dance, puppets, dance. You look at the little paper ones or the big plastic ones? Oh, that's that's a lot of pure sugar. Yeah. Pure colored sugar. There's ba- Baby Ruth is 89. Heath Bar is 90. That's how far down on the list I made it for these. Because Baby Ruth is just like, here, here's just a bunch of peanut butter held together with glue. Candy Corn's 93. Why was candy corn on the list at all? Warheads are number 98. Remember Warheads? Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Fucking candy corn beat Warheads? Candy corn beat Warheads. Did we pass Sourheads at all? Sour Patch Straws is 95. Uh, Sourheads? Good question. Let's see. Yeah, they're... Sour heads. Let's see if I can find them. There's lemon heads, warheads. Nope. Like sour warheads or something like that. Then I can't remember. Nah, I, I did. I did a search for heads, and all I came up with was lemon heads, which is in like the fifties. Airheads, which is near the top. Warheads near the bottom. I'd have to keep scrolling way past a hundred. And number oh. one hundred is Mister Goodbar, which meh, meh, meh. Never heard of it. It's another Hershey product. It's not that good. I wouldn't. It, it is not a good bar. Do you get it? Oh! I went all the way down to number 123, and I found a candy that I personally love that I know a lot of people hate, and that's Runts. I like Runts. The fuck is a Runt? <laughs> Uh, it's like part of the family of nerds, dweebs, and pretty much, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, sweethearts I, I are on here. Jesus. Oh my god! Well, I mean, I guess it is a candy. <laughs> well, I, what else would you classify it as? I guess you're right about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, there, there's some... We, we just had a lot of talk about candy. Where, where's Peeps on the list, then? Not in the top 150. <laughs> because I stopped when I got to 150, and I'm just like, nah, we're done. And I did not see Peeps anywhere. Uh, Alright, here we go. So, those are terrible. Here we go, here we go. The top sodas. Let's see. How oh, do you guys do? Coke. Uh, number two is Coca-Cola. What the fuck? Number three number is one, Sprite. Number one Mountain Dew? Nope. Number one is, is my a, boy. Is it a Pepsi or Coke product? Nope. Dr. Pepper for God some damn movie. right, Dr. Pepper. Holy shit. That's my How boy. Doc- Dude, that's a bunch of idiots got online and decided to upvote that shit. You know what? I'm going to upvote this right now. I'm going to be one of those idiots. Dr. Pepper for life, baby. <laughs> you want to have this conversation? You want to go, Dan? Let's go. I'll take my doctor on. Dude, uh, I haven't had soda in nearly two years, so. Uh... Is this going to be. Pepper's good. But to be number one, are you telling me that everybody in, like who voted was like, yeah, Dr. Pepper's the shit? Every single fucking person. You no, know, I'm sure a Reddit was like. Well, hey, it tells everybody. you it tells you how many people upvoted and how many people downvoted. And the bottom line is that while Dr Pepper has more upvotes than Coke in second place, 
It also has more down votes, but the ratio is higher for up versus down. That's why it's first. Okay, so this is done by percentages. Yes. Okay, I okay, I can I can see that then. Yeah, that's it's, why it's, I like Ranker. I for it. That's why I like Ranker because a, a, a down vote out, out does an up vote and a vote undoes a down vote. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, Coca Cola second, Sprite was third. A and W root beer is fourth. Here's my controversial statement: I do not like root beer. Never I don't have. like root beer either. The funniest thing is my favorite soda was just straight up Pepsi. That's number five. Do you want to know a, a weird slash like kind of horrifying thing about root beer? Well, I don't drink it, so <laughs> have at okay. it, sir. If you run root beer through a syrup line to go to a soda machine, you can only put root beer in that line. Because if you were to, let's say, change flavors, no matter what you put in there, it will forever taste like root beer. That makes me hate it even more. I don't know what I actually got into it. root beer for a little bit, like one time, like a week or two, and it made me physically ill. And I was like, well, that's why I'm not into root beer. And it, it for whatever reason, it only does it with the, uh, not Barks, which is the other one? The one that doesn't have caffeine. IBC? Barks, AW, IBC. There's one that, I know, like, Barks has bite so it has caffeine and then there was another one and i can't remember what the fuck it is well let's see if it turns up on the list because i'm not gonna know the answer if i don't drink root beer that's something right. you're you're barks is actually uh, number 10 on the list All dad's right, so... goose island mug mug is probably so pepsi okay there mug okay there you go all right well pepsi was number five mountain dew comes in at number six i've lost my taste for mountain dew i liked it when i was a kid can't do it anymore you can't do the do. No, I no longer do the do, sir. <laughs> uh, cherry Coke comes in at number seven. I love all cherry versions of sodas. Orange Crush at number eight. Ooh. I would prefer Fanta, but I do love me some orange soda. Who loves <laughs> orange soda? I love orange soda. Yes, I do, I do, I do. Ooh. <laughs> All the 90s kids are geeking out, and all you youngins listening to the show are like, what the hell? Keenan and Kel, culture. Yeah, they're like the key and peel of our, of our generation. They're literally the key and peel for kids. That's yeah. Keenan and Kel. Am I for kids? I mean, in the late 90s, early 2000s. <laughs> yes, They were They were us. the only option. Yeah, yes. for us. Key and peel are great, though. My God. Yeah, they are. Canada Dry Ginger Ale is number nine. I guess if I'm going to go with a ginger ale, it would probably be Canada uh, yeah, Dry. That's, that's the ginger of choice. The one that unless actually has like the hell. ginger in it, because that actually um, helps your upset stomach. Yeah, unless you have, like, you know, Wegmans, and you have the Wegmans version of it. Yeah. We have Verner's here, and apparently, like, that's the shit, because it's, like, actually has ginger in it. Mm, yeah, well, that's just it. People are like, you know, ginger ale doesn't necessarily help your upset stomach. I'm like, yeah, no shit. You have to get the one with the actual ginger in it. That's the point. Not the one that tastes like it. 
<sighs> All right. Fanta Orange was number 11. I said Barks was 10. Uh, seven Up is number 12. That's just offshoot of Sprite. That's not as good. Listen, you cannot. Just, like, that, that sentence just fucked with me so hard. <laughs> so weird because 7-Up is made like a Coke product, but it's made by Pepsi. <laughs> and Sprite is made like a Pepsi product, but it's made by Coke. It makes no sense. It's more sweetening syrupy, where the other one is more more uh, carbonating. <laughs> and I'll, it's going opposite branding. I love when they made Jim Cornette do the uh, the taste test because he loves Sprite. That's his favorite thing. So they gave him the three cans. One was Sprite, one was 7-Up, and one was Sierra Mist. And they wanted him to taste. And he didn't know what the Sierra Mist was because that's not... It's Sierra Mist is actually regional, and it doesn't exist in Kentucky. So he never had it before. So he's just oh. like, well, I don't know what this is. And then there was one glass that he took extra sips out of because he really liked it, and then the other one he kind of cringed at. And, of course, he got it right. <laughs> and then when they're done with the taste test, they're, like, starting to put stuff away. He goes, what are you doing? Give me the rest of that Sprite. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I do like That's Sprite. an easy taste test. It's which one's sweet, which one's overly carbonated, which one tastes like chemicals. <laughs> yeah. Uh, A&W Cream Soda at number 13. Oh, you know what? You guys awesome. cream soda people? I don't even think I've ever had it. I used to you like it when I was a kid. I lost my taste for it, just like Mountain Dew. I lost it, and then I got it back once they came out with Vanilla Coke. Remember Vanilla Coke? We're going to talk about that in a few spots here. Vanilla Coke's still a thing. Is it? Because I can't find it in nowhere. Well, it's in Sheets, so... Sheets and Sheets is the best, so just saying. Uh, Sunkissed comes in at number 14. That's three orange sodas in the top 15, by the way. Listen, orange soda is the shit. It is, like, so underrated. I like grape soda, and I haven't even seen that yet. Uh, there's your mug root beer. Coca-Cola vanilla at number 16. And then, oh, God, number 17 is going to make you laugh. M- number 17 is Mexican Coca-Cola. Uh, no doubt. I get, I would used to get, whenever a family was out at World Market, I would get Mexican-made Pepsi. As long as it's good. Because it's got sugar cane in it. Yeah, it's got that real sugar. Mm, Sounds good. Uh, Cherry Dr. Pepper, number 18. IBC Root Beer at number 19. And Crush Grape rounds out your top 20. See, how do you get Cherry Dr. Pepper when cherry is already the predominant flavor of Dr. Pepper? More cherry, obviously. (laughs) You just accidentally get a little bit more cherry. Double your cherry. Oops, I doubled the amount of cherry in this batch. So what's a uh, what's a soda that you guys may have liked that I actually didn't mention yet? Well, there's a regional one, Cheerwine. It's essentially Cheerwine. half of half of what Dr Pepper is. Let's see if it turns up on the list. I'm going to scroll down. It's Carolina. Yeah, but it might be on here. There's there's probably some regional stuff on here. I feel like a lot of the sodas that I like are variants of other sodas, like the Mountain Dew variants, like uh ultra something and mountain lion at at, at food lion they call Baja it mountain blast. lion oh Baja yes blast. Baja blast dude yeah that was the thing about in the last 15 years mountain dew getting other flavors right because first we just got the red and then we got the orange well it's not on here there's only 79 items on the list it's not on here 
Was so. Baja Blast not on there? Oh, no, the one we were just talking about. Cheerwine. Yeah. Cheerwine. No, Baja Blast is not on here. What? No, wait, yes, it is. I found it. Mountain Dew Baja Blast. Oh, it's number 26. Oh. That's so tasty. It beat out Mellow Yellow. Oh, Mellow Yellow. Cherry Vanilla, Dr. Pepper. That's my go-to at the movie theater because they've got those really cool mixer soda machines. Oh, the Coke Coke Freestyle? Yeah, you pick the the flavor of soda and then you pick the ingredients to put in it. And one of the options, Dr. Pepper, then you hit the cherry and then it's like, what's... You want another option? It's one of them is vanilla, and I will load that thing up. But I have to we nurse that thing through the whole movie because the soda cups they give you are like the size of your head. And if I drink that whole thing because I only go to the the movies now to watch two hour blockbusters, I'm gonna have to pee. Yep. Well, what about um, was it vanilla orange Coke or whatever? Yeah, that's what my my family loves that. Vanilla, Coke Zero, orange, Coke. Vanilla and orange. They also I... stumbled on Pepsi with mango recently. Don't so see there's it like on here. there's four boxes of that hanging out around here. There was a, a another one. There was like a pineapple soda that I absolutely loved as a kid, and I can't remember who made it. Well, there's a pineapple version of Fanta now, if you if you can go to the right store and find it. Sheets has that, too. Of course, you guys could go to, like, do Jones soda and go crazy. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, Jones Soda have, is number 43. So. Or you could have gravy-flavored, chicken gravy. Uh, there, I saw somebody was drinking the ranch dressing one. I'm like, nope, not doing that. Like, There's a few of them where you, you could, like, if you put them together, you would have Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> no, just no. Thanksgiving dinner soda. They were so concerned. <laughs> they were so concerned about whether or not they could, they didn't bother to think if they should. That's yeah. that's Jones Soda in a nutshell. Oh, you want to know where RC Cola is? It's right after the top twenty. It's number twenty-one. Royal Crown. Yeah. Not to be confused with Crown Royal. It beat out Cherry Pepsi, Code Red, Pib Extra, and Baja Blast. Pib Extra. Pib Extra. Yes. I'm guessing that's Mr. Pib with extra stuff. Uh, I'll leave with, with extra cherry with caffeine <laughs> to compete with cherry pit uh, cherry Dr. <laughs> pepper. <laughs> All right, the world's most delicious chips, crisps, and crunchy snacks. See, that's that's not me at all. So, okay. as opposed to soda, where I used to be into it, and I'm not anymore. I'm just not a chip guy. All right, so well, Doritos has got to be number one. Doritos is one. Cool. Yeah, Ranch. unless we're talking Dorito or Frito. Yeah, uh, yeah. Cool Ranch number two. Flaming Not Hot Cheetos, guy. number three. Yeah, let's just make everyone sick and die because you're <laughs> Flaming Hot Cheetos. Ruffles Cheddar Sour Cream, number four. Ooh, I love those. I love those. That is Pringle good. Sour Cream and Onion, number five. Uh, okay. Number six, Lay's I... Barbecue Potato Chips. Yes. Cheetos Puffs, number seven. Lay's Sour Cream and Onion, number eight. Funyuns number nine, Cheez-Its number ten. I do love me some Funyuns. Yeah, Funyuns remind me of my childhood. Right, there's some good stuff on this list so far, except for the Flaming Hot Cheetos, because those are disgusting. Right? Ooh. I can't believe that actually beat their, the normal Cheetos. It's number three, dude. All right, look, I got nothing against the spicy shit and stuff like that, which is always when everybody laughs. They're like, oh, you just don't like them because you're, you're a puss. I'm like, no, you know why I don't like them? Because they taste awful. 
That's where you got to be. Like, I like I can go hot, but it's going to taste fucking It's going to taste good. Give me, like, hey, give if I'm going to have hot wings, I'm going to have Frank's Red Hot on them. Like, Dad, that's not that hot, but that's what tastes good. I like taste. I like flavor. Hockeys have that heat to them, and they taste great. I know people who make such good spicy chili. It's got a, a lot of kick to it. It clears out your nasal passages, but it tastes good, right? Good spice. Just because it can be super spicy doesn't mean it's going to taste good. I like taste. Taste. I'm not Vince McMahon. I don't eat for fuel. I eat to enjoy stuff. Guy orders a giant turkey sandwich and eats it in three bites because, well, sooner I get it out of the way, the sooner we can get back to work, pal. I know Eric likes Vince McMahon's stories, so. Like, I do, but, like, he's, he's like, so weird. <laughs> no, that was his thing. He would always buy, he would always buy them lunch at the little, the little red store. And he always got the giant turkey sandwich with light mustard on it for flavor on whole wheat bread. And he would just devour that thing and attack it. Because the sooner he finished it, the sooner they'd get back to work. And when everybody else is, you know, eating chicken fingers, dripping with ranch dressing, he would just look at them sideways. But that's, but that's Vince. He eats for fuel. And he loves his meat. One of the infamous things was when uh, Brian Danielson got hired. He was known as Daniel Bryan in that company. And Vince found out he was a vegan. He was, like, disgusted. He's like, I just don't understand how you just don't eat meat. Because that's Vince. He goes to nice places, nice steakhouses, and he loves ketchup on his steak. But you know what? What? He loves ketchup on his steak. Okay. My mother loves ketchup on her everything, so. Ketchup is great on a, on a quite a number of things. But steak, I don't think it belongs on steak. But that's just me personally. Unless it's really bad steak. If somebody brought me out a steak that was completely, like, well done, yeah, <laughs> A1 sauce or ketchup or something. I love me some A1 steak sauce. Oh, hell yeah. I will I will drown whatever part of the cow I'm eating. I'm drowning that thing in A1 steak sauce if I'm having steak. Oh, love A1 steak sauce. Love. Yeah, so, all that is is just thickened up Worcestershire. I'm all right with that. I don't have an issue with Worcestershire sauce. I have an issue pronouncing it, but... Yes. So Worcestershire? <laughs> uh, Worcestershire? All right, you know what, Dan? Let's do a list for you. What's a what's a snack that you like? What's a go-to snack for you? What's that stuff that we used to have back in the day? Oh, yeah, pussy. Sorry. <laughs> 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 oh, man, I need to watch Half-Baked again. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh, What's the best protein powder? <laughs> <laughs> well, you want to do a list about Josie and the Pussycats? The Pussycat Dolls? Uh, <laughs> I searched for it! <laughs> oh my god. Alright, that was that was amusing. We killed a good portion of the show talking about food. What is wrong with us? Why are and we I so hungry? Just I just ate, so like I'm literally like not getting hungry because I'm literally 
stuffed full. Uh, I have a, I have something I'd like to announce. This is going to be it's two months away, but this is going to give a lot of time for uh, to plan it out. But I want to do a four-hour, fifteen-person Among Us stream in November for Extra Life. I want to actually get fifteen people to dedicate for a four-hour stream and record that thing and raise some money for kids. And we can we don't have to do that like an evening thing. It's probably going to be better if we do it as like an afternoon thing. But if we can do it on a Saturday, I could probably put around uh, put aside some time. I just don't know what time I'll be home on the weekdays. And on top of that, now that we're actually going to on calls, I I need to make sure that I get that week off or that it's not going to be me on call that week. Sure. Well, I will uh I'm definitely going to say it's going to be a Saturday. That's going to easily be the best way to do it. And I'd love, if we can plan it two months in advance, that might give people enough time to make sure they're going to be around for it. But I think that would be really cool if we can actually do that. We can do all the maps, we can do all the gimmicks, and if we can at least get, because if we can actually get 15 people to dedicate themselves for the the four-hour stream, because I always do four-hour streams for Extra Life. Anything more than that gets a little ridiculous, Anything shorter than that, you might not get your whole worth out of it. I think four hours is a perfect amount of time to play something and try to get money from people. And it's for a good cause. But it was something I was thinking about, and I'd like to really, really go for it. So, obviously you two would be the first ones to snag a spot. And I'm going to ask everybody else. We have to find a Saturday in November we can all actually dedicate to. And if I was going to pick one... I'd love to do Saturday the 13th cause, or Saturday the 20th because that would be around – my birthday would be in the middle of that. So it could be like a celebrational type thing too. And I will have – I will potentially see if I can get my job to help to help promote it a little bit because they're all about that that positive promotion and everything. And maybe we can actually get some good support there. That's during Desert Bus. When's Desert Bus? Starts the 12th. And it lasts a week. Can you give it up for four hours? I mean, it'll probably be on on the TV in the background, but with the volume <laughs> down. <laughs> That's pretty much me. It's on. If I'm awake, it's on during that week. It's just, it's a thing. That's fine. You can have it on the background. Just dedicate yourself to playing with us so we can raise money for, for kids. And, and if I do it two months out, I feel like people can also plan for this because it is a charity thing. I'm not just asking you guys to play for the fun of it, although it, we are going to have fun with it, obviously. But it's a good charity. I really want to help promote it. And you know what? I'll talk to our friend, Mr. Adrian Cotton at EC Travel. And see if he can throw out some incentives for you guys to actually play this here. Book at emersoncotton.intellitravel.com and plan your next vacation with our friend Adrian. He loves doing it. He'll get you great deals and discounts. You might even win a voucher for a three-day, two-night getaway just for mentioning that you came here through CKCC Radio. And you pay nothing for this service. So maybe we can do some incentivizing there. And maybe we can help promote it. Uh... Maybe our partners, Blake and Sal Show, United We Fan, Mark and Brian, uh, Tom Dickinson, Watch Me Cook on YouTube. Maybe we can get them to partner up here, uh, do some promotion for it. I'd really like to make it big this year. 
Because last year was kind of a a slack deal with the whole COVID thing and everything. And uh, I I really didn't raise a lot of money the way I wanted to. So I really want to make this work. And with 15 people playing, and if everybody shares the link and everything, there's no way we won't do... If because if everybody shares the link and one and everybody gets a hundred dollar donation between all of us, that's fifteen hundred dollars right there. That's great. So I think I think we should do it, and we'll I'll reach out to our regular crew first and foremost, try to get some dedication there, and then uh, we'll we'll see about filling in the extra the extra slots. Uh, out and about, but obviously, uh, everybody listening to this show who does play, you guys will be more than welcome to join us. And if you've never played before and you'd like to be part of it, let me know. I'll set you up. If you haven't played before and it sounds like something you'd want to do with us, let me know. We'll we'll hook you up with it. What are you guys up to lately? Anything you want to talk about or promote, Dan? You uh been watching anything recently? I've been watching some more Dragon Ball. Let's talk about it. King Piccolo's back. He got released from his rice cooker. By Pilaf, that son of a bitch. Yes, he did. Get it, rice, Pilaf. <laughs> Fucker. And he actually got all the Dragon Balls and made himself young. Killed Roshi. did. Everything's bad. Out of all the things he could have wished for. Wished for his youth. Well, that's like the Red Ribbon Army guy, but like, oh no, taking over the world would be easy if I was just tall. I just need to be taller. <laughs> then everything would be fine. And that's the same thing with him. Like, oh, I could take over this planet. I could destroy this planet. But, you know, I would be nice if I was young again. Then I could, like, really enjoy it. The, the Earth conquering wasn't the problem. Of course, Pilaf can't even take over a small town. But anyway. What a loser. Pilaf. Man. So now there's like three good guys that are dead. How are they going to bring all three of them back? Yeah. Chaosu's dead, Next right? time on Dragon yep. Ball Z. Alright. <laughs> and then of course there's the, the Deus Ex Machina that is Bulma that, we yeah. need some way to keep these people viable for if we have to wait a year for get more Dragon Balls well I'm just going to create a freezing body thing and then it'll make it into a capsule and we'll keep it we'll keep Krillin's dead body in a capsule in my underwear drawer Oh, oh, <laughs> Japanese people, perverts. So, how did the uh, how did you like the uh, the Demon Piccolo storyline? I think it's the best storyline in Dragon Ball, personally. I mean, I'm still doing dealing with the Piccolo stuff. So, did you actually finish the eighth season or? No, I'm only like 11 in. Okay, 
Gotcha. So he's taken over the city with the king that everyone loves. It's on his 20th re-election or something like that. He's taken over that city at this point. Gotcha. Yeah, that's... Yeah, there's uh, there's there's some simplicity in the early days with, you know... Oh, okay, so that's fine. We'll just take over this city, and then the scales get much bigger. <laughs> it's... And then we, of course, met Yajirobe... And he's hungrier than fucking Goku is. Yajirobe is a love-hate character. Uh, Eric, where do you stand on Yajirobe? Yajirobe is a key character that I I really wish didn't exist. (laughs) (laughs) That was my breakfast fish. What's breakfast? You know, lunch, dinner, breakfast. Have you met Corin yet? Yeah, actually, he's back with Corin. Okay, okay. To get the super ultra training or whatever. He has to get this, uh, the extra special water. Supposedly. But yeah, that's where I left off was is he's, he's up with Corin. Yeah, Jirobi ate like 100 Senzu beans, so he's dead. <laughs> which he was dead and then uh yeah and then and piccolo has taken over that one kingdom the kingdom of chow i'm, I'm trying to look up and see exactly where you are i'm like a, a either just finished 11 or just starting 11 of the of the season that's where i am all right let me see if i can count and see where you are here Uh, yeah, I think I found. I think I found where you are. Yeah, has TN tried the evil containment wave? Oh, I am on episode fifteen of the season. Sorry. Okay, so you've, you're uh, we're past that. Yeah, TN is um, attempting to learn it, and everyone's trying to take like let, let us help you. Are you, are you on the, the ultra divine water? That's what they're working on. Okay. It's, yep. I found. I found where you are. It's like you gotta go find that water, the, the ultra divine water, and you're like, do what? So nothing's happened yet, but it's been mentioned, and that's what they're gonna do now. Okay. So he hasn't actually gone on the quest yet. No. Okay. They're still up. On, they're still up on the top of the pole. Okay. Yep. I found where you are. Okay. Cool. Well. Yeah, you're getting to some good stuff here. The King Piccolo stuff is really good. It's a good saga, and then the last saga is the, the wrap up saga. So. Yeah, holy shit! And then you're gonna be on Dragon Ball Z, and that's when we're really—it's really gonna get good. We're really gonna and have fun. Wild. Dragon. I, mean, I would. I recommend Kai. Right. Like that's would, how. That's how I'm having Dan watch for his first experience, so he gets the best Dragon Ball experience possible. Okay. Because the problem with Z is when they did the they they started to redub it and make it more adult oriented. And then they stopped when they caught up to Funimation again. They got rid of the Ocean dub, and then when they caught up to where they were, they just gave up. And then it became all the really silly dialogue. Dialogue added in places where no one's talking. When Gohan does the 16 soliloquy, that doesn't actually exist at all. The actual thing is there's no dialogue. Um, The Super Saiyan roar that just 
like, yeah, there's so much better stuff that they did it this way. So, by watching Kai... The speech that Goku gives to Frieza. Yes! So much better in Kai. Because Kai has the actual dialogue that, that came with the show. Like, the actual... Kai does the real dialogue, and that's why I always tell people, I'm like, please watch Kai if it's your first Dragon Ball experience. If you later want to go back and watch Dragon Ball Z, and see the whole thing, and see the spread out stuff, and stuff you missed, and like, like the the one single episode with launch in it, that isn't even in Kai, because the, Toriyama literally forgot she existed, and just never brought her back. Yeah. How can you forget about launch? He, he literally forgot about launch, and he, she's in... Listen. This man forgot that Saiyans have tails. He did. He's the creator. The man forgot that he had a tail. How many episodes? Like, how? How does that happen? <laughs> Cocaine is a hell of a drug. That's like yeah. that's like Satoshi Tajiri forgetting that Pikachu's yellow. Why is Pikachu orange? It oh, wasn't always uh, orange. Yeah, well, just name it Raichu. It's the right. That's a Raichu. It's a ball version of it. Now. Oh, that that, that <laughs> oh, that's actually Raichu. Is that a shiny Pikachu? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I wonder if that's how shinies got invented. The creator forgot the colors and just. Oh, I think there's an uh, actual numeric value for the color forms and stuff like that for all the shiny Pokemon, minus like what their dominant color is and some of them that don't have a dominant color like nothing to, like, I don't know there was a real uh, I, I know there was a video I was watching on and I'll, I'll try to find it again I'll link it to you guys but they, like it was discovered that like the whole shiny thing was a bug in, in the game that they thought was pretty cool so they kept it it's like, like uh, the, the uh, like the um Police being super aggressive in GTA, it was a bug that became a feature. <laughs> you know, I feel like Cyberpunk 2077 had the exact opposite problem. <laughs> the cops didn't do shit. You just murdered 15 people, walk across the street, and they're like, well, we lost them. And they fucking gave up. I like how they they finally improved the cops in later GTA games because like that was the thing, right? In GTA Three, you could commit a crime and run and hide, but the cops knew exactly where you were and they track you down, no matter where you went, unless you like got to a safe point or something, and then in which case they would just turn around and walk away. But then in the later games, you could actually hide. Like you could, if you were out of their line of vision, they were actively looking for you, and if you stayed out of the line of vision long enough, they would lose you. You could actually hide in bushes and they drive right past you. In the older games, they were literally pounding down your door and just flooding in. Until you would hit the save feature, and then you would save the game and you'd come back, and the cop would still be in there, but you wouldn't have the wanted level, so he was just wandering around and just... Like, oh, that works. He doesn't have anything to see you suddenly go and then see all the cops just slowly get back in their cars and leave. Yep. <laughs> Just why you had to be careful to like not even bump into somebody as you're leaving the area because if you do that, there's 20 cops right there still. <laughs> <laughs> like this isn't even the crime I wanted to commit. What the fuck? <laughs> or the the bullshit when like 
you, somebody would just run out in front of your car and you'd hit them. The cops are like, hey, like you were chasing him. That's not even fair. You know what I want to see in the next GTA game? You just want to see it. I, like, I, I just want, I want to see, like, just put it very rare, right? A rare chance, but have it when you go pick up a prostitute, one of them will just happen to be an undercover police officer. And it just says busted right away. <laughs> Dude, I can't. T- I can't tell you. Like, I don't think I've picked up a prostitute in a GTA game since GTA Vice City. Let's bring it back. Bring <laughs> prostitutes back. I think I. There's I, no way that those words can be taken out of context in this show. So there is word that they have a remastered version of that trilogy coming out. Like, a stealth release just coming out of nowhere sometime in the next couple months. Mm. And I would be so up for that shit. I would be up for if the only thing that they updated was that I could shoot by actually hitting the trigger. So what's going to be the change for this updated version? Well, you can swim. Sold. Just, like, aim with the left trigger, shoot with the right trigger? I would be down with that. If that's the only change they make, because it's like, aim with the right trigger and then shoot with square. And I'm like, fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. It just feels so unnatural. It's just like, you look at the game dev sometimes and be like, have you ever held a fucking controller? (laughs) Have you? (laughs) Have you ever held a gun? (laughs) Have you ever held a gun? (laughs) They don't have buttons. And then there's those, those games where like, there's a driving section. You drive by holding down X, and it's just like gas is right trigger, brake is left trigger. I mean, but that when they actually added the triggers to the driving games, I liked that. Yeah, man, because it's it feels it's definitely completely different, but it feels similar to putting the hammer down, bro. There was there was one more. That, like, one driving game that I really fucking hate controls for. Where it was your r- left thumbstick up and down controlled forward and back. And then you used your right thumbstick to, like, steer. And I never beat the game. That game is called Halo. <laughs> <laughs> like, Halo is fine. But the way that they had this... Like, imagine doing Halo, but, like, you're inside the Warthog. In... All the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Some games did not know what they were doing. Not really a shocker, though, but you know. Hey, well, imagine like your game can be fantastic, but you make one freaking mistake like that on the controls, and it's just it's over. Well, GTA I, Six is I, rumored I to return to Vice mm-hmm. City, which I'm all for. I'm um, down for that too. I've said this before. For shooting is bullshit. I, I've said, people have been like, well, what do you want for your next GTA game? And I'm like, oh, that's easy. I want more places to explore. I want seasons. Male and female protagonists that you can switch between, just like you did with the last game. And just a better, and just make sure that the story is something you can sink your teeth into. I mean, the, the first game was you were just, you were kind of a, you were a reformed criminal who escaped. I think you escaped, right? You were an, actually an escape criminal. Yes, you actually escaped. You actually escaped. Um, Vice City dealt with your more 
you're more 80s. You were, you, you were in jail, but now you're out. You're out. To Vice City to run that part of the mob. <clears throat> uh, and then San Andreas dealt with actual gang warfare, more street hood type stuff. Uh, GTA 4 told the immigrant story, and then GTA 5 broke it out even further, yeah. and you had the whole... And then you had your three types to fight. Yeah, you had your three types. Yeah. You had your psychopath. You had your guy that was out but is finding a way back in, and the guy that's trying to find his way in for the first time. I feel like the psychopath, every time he's on screen, is fucking gold. Trevor? Uh, Trevor is gold. Gold. Do you know that he's supposedly a, uh, a commentary on the players? Yes. By the development, <laughs> really? Yeah, like hey, we give you this game, and you can do all kinds of stuff. And what do you do? You do this shit. So here's the character who does what you do. So here's the character that's what you do in this game. <laughs> Is that why he's everyone's favorite character in that game? I'll tell you what. There's times where I freaking hate him because you're switching characters, and he's in the middle of a car chase. Yeah, you have a. He has a five star <laughs> wonder level. And you cannot switch out of that character until you get rid of that one level. <laughs> or he dies. It's like, you know what? I'm just going to let Trevor die and go back to Franklin. But one of my favorite ones is when he's on the highway on a scooter. And he's like, Scooter, brother! He's yelling at another guy in a scooter. <laughs> <laughs> but and then there's all the ones where he just you find him waking up from a bender. Uh, and he's just drunk or he's in his underwear or something. Yeah. He's like... Crawls out of a fountain in the middle of the city. My favorite would be the missions where you would switch back and see what the other character's doing. And the one that I fucking love was uh, you switch back. It's it's when he's got to break up with the, the housekeeper or the guy's wife or whoever she is. And she's just like, it's going to be okay, Trevor. And he's just bawling hysterically. <laughs> and, it's, and the radio's playing. If you leave me now, you take away the biggest part of me. Like it's gonna be okay, Trevor. He's like, oh yeah, no, no it's, it's not. Ross's wife, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> oh my god, oh, I know. I, I wonder what they're gonna do. Like, I, if they bring it back to San Andreas, that'd be cool. I kind of want them to do like a European version. I want them to do like New Orleans. Like, I want them to do places you see in Red Dead, but now. Tokyo or something. Do you want Grand the next Auto, game? Tokyo Drift. Do you want another period piece or do you like the modern aspect? Well, here's the thing. Is the last two were modern, right? So I think we should... Could you imagine the fucking period piece where they're just... It's Grand Theft Auto, but it's just horse and carriage. It literally like... Grand Theft Amish. That's Grand Red Dead Amish. Redemption. Yeah, it really is. Just it's Red literally Red Dead. Yeah, we have that game. It's called Red Dead Redemption. I would like one that's kind of maybe a mix, like maybe like a Godfather Two situation. Oh, like a like mafia, where it's like we're dealing with a guy now, but then we're seeing about what his father did thirty years ago, or his uncle, or whatever, or you know, even like another character altogether, but in a similar situation. You know what? I wish we had gotten more of time hop. I would love a Grand Theft Auto game that tells two different stories in two different times in the same city. And you, you go from a modern setting to a, 
you know, 50 years ago, right? Yeah, yeah, that's like kind of what I'm talking about. Oh my yeah. god, that yeah, would like be amazing. Like, that would be. Like, your, your great-grandfather or whatever did, like, bank robbery back yeah. in the day, and you got this... But, I mean, there's, like, actual things that can family. happen and yeah, change. And, and change. Yeah. Like, there's, there's, a, there's, like, a place that's completely destroyed and hasn't been rebuilt or anything, and you keep passing it, and then back in the day, it's, like, this thriving thing, and it turns out later, you're part of the reason it blew up or something. Like, that'd be amazing. Or you go and you're like you're actually robbing a bank of some sort, and you decide you have the choice of either killing everybody there or letting them live. And if you let them live, they owe you a favor. And then your future right? self, or whatever has. Oh, and you can, and then your future self goes in there. You call in the favor, like the old bank, like the bank manager is now one of the tellers. He's like, I knew you'd be back someday. I knew this day was coming. Oh. And then the guy back in time saves this lady from falling into a ravine. So it's not named after her anymore. Oh my god! <laughs> we do. Are we doing this? <laughs> are we doing this? Now, t- all right. Here's the thing. Where's the uh, jingle? Play the jingle. This sounds like <laughs> 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 it's it def- no longer called Clayton Ravine because t- this teacher didn't follow the ravine. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? I, we need we need more. Um, I, the as much fun as the the setting was for Los Santos and everything, it ended up just being like too much desert on the other side. I really think it would have been cool if we got like really good dense forest areas and um you know like a like small town settings, not like the trailer park in the sticks and then the big city. Like there's like an actual small town that you can drive through, like. Remember how the San Andreas map was? It had little small towns among the big, the three big cities. Scale that up and just increase the hell out of that. And I think that would make for one hell of a game. Or, you know what I actually want to see more of? Maybe not a bigger map, not, like not scaling it up, but make every building accessible and every floor accessible. I mean, like, that would actually... definitely increase the... Uh... The exploration purposes of the game. Yeah. You're right, it would make the map a lot smaller to have that much detail, but it it might actually be worth it, because there would be so much to explore. Have you gone into, have you broken into every single person's house and seen what's, what's all in there? I mean, I feel like it would be a lot of work, but I mean... They could definitely do it, especially if you have a suburban area where it looks like it's cookie-cutter houses. All those houses are basically going to be the same. There's no reason why you couldn't just retexture it and maybe paint the walls a, a little different color or whatever. Because it would make sense that the, the floor layout would be the same. Even if you make us have to go to a loading screen because it's modern times, that, well, that loading screen would take two seconds. Hey, hey, hey. Fucking PS5 with no loading screen bullshit. Don't you wish that upon us, PC players. We, we don't have that technology yet. No load <laughs> screens. <laughs> I want everything to be in one world. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry. I just, there you, you know, I, I was blessed to get... I'm not even... I didn't even... I, 
PlayStation 5 existed for three months before I got one, you sons of bitches, okay? <laughs> Just because there's still people that don't have one now, and it's been almost a year now. It's been 11 months at this point. Holy shit, it really has been. Yeah, it was yep. like mid- mid-October, right? Did, Early the pri- Did the price drop yet? No, but there's a newer version, apparently, made out of cheaper parts or something. Yeah. It's I'm just like, oh, I got an OG one. <laughs> This is why you always buy a console on release date. The problem was, you couldn't this time. Yeah, you really couldn't. I couldn't get nothing, man. I couldn't get an Xbox. I couldn't get the PS5. I, I mean, couldn't you know, get a graphics I, card. No, it took for, for me to get this one. It was yeah. every time it came up, I knew it was coming up on like Walmart or anywhere. I had me, my mother, and my sister all online. Hitting that refresh button, putting in information, and it took us two months of trying before it actually went through one time. Can't believe it. Even if you would have gotten two, it wouldn't have gotten to waste because I would have fucking paid you for that shit. I would have been like, "All right, here's my address, here's the money." <laughs> yeah, if I had come out gotten two, I would be like, "Yeah, um, I would start going down a list of people." <laughs> Yeah, th- this is one of those situations where it wouldn't have mattered if I would have gotten just, like, one, two, or three if everybody was trying because they would have been gone easily without marking it up. <laughs> yeah, just, like, just send me the 400 or 500 bucks. Well, yeah, because if you, if you got two of them and you tried to sell me one and you marked it up, I wouldn't buy it from you. I'd tell you to go ahead, right. go screw yourself. Like, nope, I'll get one legit. Screw you. Well, Keep it. I'll mark it up by how much it costs to reship it. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, but that's shipping. That, that's, not, that's, that's different. Not marking that's up. different. Yeah. I might go in and see if I could change the address on one of them. I don't know. <laughs> that's different, though. Yeah. Uh. All right. Last thing I want to bring up on this week's episode. Nintendo Direct is right around the corner. What do you want from them? Prime 4. Um, yeah, just give me Prime 4. Also, at this point, you might as well just release, re-release all the Super Metroid games. Um, Super Metroid is to... on uh, Virtual Console. Yeah, I want to... You know the Prime games. games edition. Oh, yeah, you want Prime. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. all the Prime games, too. Well, not the shitty ones. Like... So just one. Uh, and... <laughs> <laughs> just one in three, I guess. What I want um, is with the OLED coming out, I want the regular version to go down in price. Probably not going to happen. But I don't, this is I Nintendo, don't and nothing's ever goes down in price for Nintendo. Only up in price. I, I I was working at GameStop when the big thing happened. When they're like, "No, you can't, you cannot put our stuff on a lower price, or, or we will not let you sell our stuff." And it was like, "Oh, that's how it's going to be." So here's what we know: where it's expected to look at Metroid Dread, Mario Party Superstars, the final Smash Brothers character, Advance Wars One and Two. It could be imminent. That's a big, that's a big thing, and some of the stuff's coming from Reddit, and a lot of the time, some of the Reddit Underground stuff has their shit on lockdown. Uh, here's some of the rumors: Xenoblade Chronicles Three. That's rumored. I haven't played those, but I know they're popular. 
Uh, obviously, the final Smash Ultimate DLC, the last character. And people are like, is it going to be another outside franchise character? Are we finally getting Waluigi? Did they cave in? Uh, of course, Metroid Dread, Advance Wars, Splatoon 3 is all part of the uh, the potential there. And they're like, we want that Metroid Prime 4, we want that Bayonetta 3, and potentially Resident Evil Outrage. So we shall see. I don't know. I just I want more first person or first person first party games. I, really I want if they were true Okay, so we've seen what they can do when they remake Link's Awakening, right? Seen what they can do with that. I want them to give me Ocarina and Majora in fully re-rendered graphics. Fully, full HD remakes, full, like, complete remakes with up, like, Unreal Engine style stuff. That's what I want. Do you know how many fans would go apeshit if they actually release it? You know how much money they would make? Yeah, they would make a killing. That's what I'm saying. They need to release a collector's edition for all of their first party games anytime that they make a new system. I feel like they would make a killing. Because honestly, like, if they made a remake or a collector's edition where you got a Link to the Past, uh, Zelda's one, uh, Zelda 1 and 2, Link to the Past, uh, Ocarina of Time, all the way up until, like, Wind Waker, right, on the game, uh, um, all the way to Wind Waker or whatever, and released it even at, like, 100 bucks. Oh, they they go nuts with that, yeah. People would buy the hell out yeah. of that. Or release all of the Zelda games. Or not, not the Zelda games, I'm sorry. The uh, the classic Mario games. I know mm-hmm. they have them on the NES or whatever, but actually like a physical copy, a collector's edition, or something special. Or um, uh, uh, what's the game that I'm thinking of right now that I can't fucking... Uh, Yoshi. The Yoshi games. Like Yoshi's Island, Yoshi's Story... Cookie. All of it. Yoshi's Cookie. Yeah. They they have so many first-person games. The Donkey Kong Country Trilogy. Yes. But I think Rare made that, right? I don't think... So I think they would have to, like, get permission from Rare. Well, they got got Diddy running around, so... Oh, they own the characters. They have the rights to the characters. They can do that. But I feel like to re-release a game that wasn't made by them, it was... It was just licensed. Do you know what? You know how they you know they have issues with the Geno thing, which is why Mario RPG two has been like so unlikely and everything? You know what they need to do? They need to just make another a full on three D Mario RPG game and just make a new one. Don't make it a sequel, don't worry about your other characters, create new beloved characters. And make a new character named Geno, but with an eye. <laughs> So, yeah. Italian, okay. We have you know what's breaking news. What's I'm weird Willard, Willard Scott died. Oh, I did I did read about that, yeah. 87 years old. 87. Yeah. Yes. Um, um, what's weird to me is that 
Disney and Square Enix teamed up at one point. Nintendo and Square Enix had teamed up at one point. Yep. Now I just need Nintendo and Disney to team up. Or all three of them. Bring the Kingdom Hearts the Kingdom Hearts characters and Smash would fucking rock. I'm still a little salty that Mario was going to be in the new Wreck-It Ralph movie and they cut him because they couldn't find a role for him. You couldn't even give him a cameo? A cameo. Come on. Could even just like pass by in the internet and it's a me. It's up. It's up. <laughs> they should have just had baby Mario floating in the air just going, wah, Just wah. crying? No. Oh, God. God, no. Um, my big thing is with Nintendo has done so good licensing character for something like Smash Brothers, take out, all right, take out the, uh, the third, the, the, uh, the other party characters that made it in there, even like Sonic and Pac-Man and all them, take them out and just focus on your franchise characters, right? Mario, Link, Kirby, Samus, Pikachu, Ash Ketchum, <laughs> which is probably not really... A good character. Actually, it wouldn't even be Ash Ketchum. You know what it would be? It would be friggin' uh, Red. Well, is that, isn't it? Because it's a Pokemon company? Wouldn't that be the same no, kind of idea? The Pokemon company develops stuff, but no. They, they can pretty much include Pokemon any way that they want. Whatever their agreement deal is, I think is... Uh, yeah, I think they've, uh, they've, got a, they've got a deal going on there. Alright, so like, okay, you take all of the you take all of these franchises, right? You've got your Zelda, you've got your well, I guess they kind of include Yoshi. Throw in your Fire Emblem and your Xenoblade Chronicles. Why the hell not? Throw in Wario and his characters. Get Star Fox in there. Get your Pokemon in there. Uh, fuck it. Throw in some. Of, throw in your Metroid, your Kid Icarus. Why not? Animal Crossing, Donkey Kong. Fuck it. Throw Earthbound in there too. Now make an action-adventure game with all those characters in it that have to work together and save all their worlds from a, from a greater evil. The concept of that, of that uh, TV show concept I came up with, that apparently, um, I apologize, guys. People actually did express interest in that, and I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to launch a new blog just for my writing samples. And I'll put all my quote-unquote fan fiction stuff in there, and then I'll actually release my original content as actual books that you guys can purchase and read because I'm, I'm not going to be able to release that stuff for commercial purposes right but get all those franchises in there have them all team up and do something it can't be that hard to write a story that could involve everybody and join them all together all you got to do is throw some interdimensional bullshit in there and you're you're good to go and characters have already proven in various games that they can do interdimensional stuff uh, just between freaking Kirby alone. Kirby hits that warp star f- fast uh, enough. He's traveling through dimensions. Mario and Rabbids because of a weird washing machine. <laughs> yep. Uh, Mario's proven he can... Uh, Link can travel. Link can fast travel in a lot of different ways. Uh, with Samus and Star Fox, that's space bound, so just throw your wormholes out there. You can easily make that work. And you don't have to utilize any of the other third-party characters that they threw in here just to have them in here. And, and then you, you know what else you do, that? you do like that? You do it with all your other games like Mario Party and Mario Golf and Mario Tennis and 
Yeah. Cart. You let everybody in there. Yeah. Like just Mario characters, and then like there's fucking Link for some reason. Yeah. But no, the new- it's called it's called Mario Kart. It's supposed to be Mario characters, and then like there's fucking Link and Sonic. Like, Mario. What the fuck? Uh, Sonic's not in there, but Mario Kart Eight has. Uh, you can play as Link, Isabelle, the Villager, and uh, the the Inkling from Splatoon. Like, let them, if you if you're first party, let them in. Yeah, you can call it yeah. Mario Party and Mario Golf and Mario Kart. Yeah, it's still a Mario core game, but you can have other characters play. Well, I'm in there, man. There's no reason they can't do that. They, I thought they did a good job on Smash Brothers Brawl on the Wii when they had the uh, the subspace emissary storyline, and it actually was kind of an action adventure thing. Like, yeah, it was kind of stupid because, like, why would why would Peach and Zelda be the official princesses officiating a tournament fight between Mario and Kirby? And then why is Yoshi against Mario when you first meet him and then they align later? Like, I know they were just throwing that stuff in there, but they had some creative stuff in there. Freaking Ganondorf behind a, a, a room full of TVs where he's monitoring everything looking evil as hell. He looked like a freaking Bond villain. I love that. He could have been there with Dr. Robotnik. It could have. Uh, friggin' uh, Samus rescues Pikachu. They've got a captured Pikachu. They're using it as an electric source, and she saves it. Oh, you're telling me that people donated for Save the Animals? <laughs> um, you know what I miss? Game's done quick joke. Oh. I miss the console wars. Back when it was like Nintendo versus Sega. Now oh, it's Nintendo now it's Nintendo versus, versus itself, and it's Sony versus Microsoft. That's all it is. Fucking Sony is literally fighting against themselves. And Microsoft is just like, you want to play it on PC? Okay, that's fine. It's, we own that too. <laughs> like, it's like, they don't give a I'm shit. Just like, hey, give me 10 bucks a month and here's almost every game we got. Like, yeah. damn. So Microsoft is just like looking at Sony's plans, looking at all the like third parties that are making games for them. And and they're like, you know what? We'll just buy that company. <laughs> just saw, that I'm sorry. I just saw the thing you posted on Facebook. <laughs> I faced more peer pressure in my life to start animes than do drugs. Oh yeah, it's fucking true. <laughs> uh, I did start a new anime, by the way. Well, which Ac- actually, I attempted to start three shows this past week, but because I was just feeling in such a slump, I didn't get past. I only got two episodes of this anime in, but I decided to try it, and I have a feeling I am going to like it. Uh, One Punch Man. Ah, uh, yes. I watched the first yeah. two episodes, and I laughed. It's very it's very funny. What the hell kind of um, lame-ass backstory is that? You do this for fun? Yeah, I just do this for fun. <laughs> he's just, he's so down on everything because he's so bored because he always wins with One Punch. Yes. But yes, the part an that fucking depression there too. The oh part that God, fucking got me was there's a guy on your shoulder. Kill him. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't remember that. The giant monster that's like three times bigger than the actual buildings in the city that's just stomping his way, leaving these giant footprints in the city. Oh yeah. And his okay. and his evil scientist brother's on his shoulder and one punch man lands on the other shoulder. He's just like, There's a guy on your shoulder, kill him. So he smacks his own brother on the shoulder. <laughs> and I started laughing, like, Alright. Alright, I'm I'm good with this. We're we're good here. 
let's consider the fact that I've never been peer pressured to do drugs. And I was peer pressured in high school to, to try and watch Dragon Ball Z. It's the truest yeah, thing. Just peer pressure you <laughs> to kind of do Dragon Ball. So. It's the truest freaking thing like, in the world. All the people I ate lunch with, they were all talking about their Dragon Balls. There you go. All right. Well, guys, this has been one hell of an episode. Eric, have you enjoyed your birthday-themed episode? Yes. You talk about a lot of stuff you wanted to talk about? Sega, I need you to make a new console, and I need you to beat everybody up and show them how it was done back in the 90s. Just bring it back. I want the revival of Sega. I really do. Sega has outright said they're done with hardware. I know, but I need them to, like, not be. (laughs) I need them to come back. Didn't Atari try to make a comeback? Yeah, yeah, but the they Jaguar. kind of ripped off a yeah. No, 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 no something no, 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 more Jaguar. recent that they they were thinking about planning, but it never really. It, it released. All it was was a console that's capable of playing all of the Atari games. I'm just like, great. Like my phone can do that. Wait, what else do you got? <laughs> like <laughs> I didn't need them to remake some. I didn't ma- need them to make a uh, an emulator. That's basically what they did. They made an emulator and they want to charge people like 500 bucks for it. Hmm. Not gonna happen. Uh, are you down with potential Game Boy games on the Virtual Console? I mean, there were some good Game Boy games. Yeah, I have a problem with like the Virtual Console. I am um, that whole needing to be connected thing. It's kind of a pain in the ass, especially if you lose power. Yeah, yeah. I'm fi- I'm fine with it though because. I mean, I do have my Raspberry Pi if we're getting picky about it. Right. But you're right. If you lose power, I get it. I get it. So, uh, you know, you're like in the backseat of a car with it it in handheld mode. That's true. Yeah. (laughs) I wish there was a way you could do like a like a rental style download on the virtual console where. Well, that's my thing, right? Like if you're paying monthly right then you should know that it should know when your bill is due so check in sign in when you log in it feeds that information saying that it's caught up until this date and then you should be able to have access to your games and it should check again on that date that way you always have you you don't need the internet basically at that point until that date rolls around which you know, it, it is what it is. But if you pay a year in advance, that's all you really have to do is just kind of sign in once, and then you're good for the rest of the fucking year. Like, why do you need constant internet update? That's just me. Oh, sweet. Have... Alan, Alan Wake's being remastered, which means they're either getting new music or they got the music back. Because mm. that was a game that got delisted because of music rights. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's music. The the music that they paid to be in the game, like a song or two or whatever, they all got their time for it came out and it got delisted. So you had to have it a physical copy if you wanted to play it, or you had to have already had it downloaded. Huh. It's a very very good game. All right. Well, guys, I think we've wrapped it up for this week. I'm now actually hungry. 
We talked a lot about candy and snacks, and I have a Butterfinger in the fridge with my name on it. I have a pie waiting for me. Oh. And a puppy to play with. And a puppy to play with. No, you're not. You're never done with the puppy. Yeah, you're right. Uh, by the way, when I when I told Shannon you got a puppy and showed her the picture of the puppy, she was like, I need to know every detail about this puppy right now. Uh, okay. Well, two months, two weeks. Name is Yasha. Came from North Carolina. Pisses on everything. Yeah. That, that's just a, <laughs> that's everything that I know so far. There you go. And, All right. Well, I hope you have fun playing with your new puppy. I hope you have a wonderful birthday. And shout out to Hannah. Who is celebrating her birthday this weekend as well? Birthday twins, kind of. Birthday neighbors. Birthday neighbors. Yeah. You know it's funny because my dad's birthday was yesterday. Aww. H- Hannah is sandwiched between you and your dad. Oh well, that's that's an image. Thanks for that. <laughs> hey. How old was your dad when you were born? Uh, my dad's fifty. Born in 1957. I don't know how old he is. I'm a terrible son. Because like my my dad's <laughs> birthday is two days after mine. He was he wasn't even 20 yet when I was born. Uh, my dad was 32 when I was born. Jeez. Nothing wrong. I with stand that. that. If I have any kids in the rest of my any rest of my life, I'm going to probably be 40 or above. At this point, so. Well, are you planning on having kids in like the next year and a half? Got it. I guess. I mean, yeah. If I ever, that's what I'm saying. If I even have a kid, it's I'm, I'm going to end up having been forty or whatever when they get born. So. I mean, that's kind of where we are too. Like, if if it happens, I will be in my forties when the kid happens, unless we decide to adopt. But. You know. Eh. We don't know. Yeah, no kids for me. I got a puppy. That's good enough. <laughs> Made fun of my uncle for being like, oh, your kid's going to be, you're going to be in your 50s by the time your kids graduate. And I'm going to be like, I'm going to be in the 50s by the time my kids are 10. Yeah. Well, it's like watching Modern Family where uh, Jay Pritchett's like I- I- either in his 70s or right about there and he just became a father again. And it's just like, well, son of a bitch. So, like, you know, he ain't going to be around when that kid gets older. So. (sighs) All right. Well, let's wrap this one up, guys. Happy birthday, Eric. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, we will catch you guys next week. Uh, We did pass our one-year anniversary. I know we've talked about doing another live special. We just have to get our our schedules to match up. Uh, But we'll try to get that to you sooner rather than later. Check out all the great stuff on CKCC Radio. Check out our patron for bonus content, patreon.com slash clubkfabe. I've done all the other plugs, so I don't have to plug too much other stuff here. But if keep that in mind for our Extra Life stream, because I really want to do it big this year, and I'd really, really love people to participate. So please and thank you to everybody who continues to support us. And check out some more new and exciting stuff coming soon. I have a lot on my plate, and my motivation has been down, so I'm behind on a lot of stuff. But I (coughs) promise I'm going to get better at some of this. Uh, So, yeah. See you guys next time. For more great content like this, be sure to check out CKCC Radio and subscribe to never miss an episode. Sugar.